Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Held at the Victoria Skating Rink. Prior to the move indoors, ice hockey was a casual outdoor game with no set dimensions for the ice and no rules regarding the number of players per side. Lansing Sports Station. The game, 7.30 a.m. Oh, I can't believe tax season is here already. But look at all this info I have to enter. Phil's small accounting firm is growing in numbers. Why didn't I take that typing class in high school? A data entry. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Lansing Sports Station, the game, 730 AM. Starring the Dean of Lansing Area Sports, Tim Stout. The Sparrow Stout on Sports is Michigan's longest-running sports radio show. Give Tim a call on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. And you can email him at tim.stout at wilx.com. Now celebrating nearly 30 years on the radio in mid-Michigan, here's the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout. On behalf of our partner, Shaheen Chevy Cadillac, good morning, everybody. Today's Friday, March 3rd, 2023, and welcome to the Sparrow Stout on Sports on Lansing Sports Station. This is the game, 7.30 a.m., and as you know, it's the home of the local sports shows in the area, and the Sparrow Stout on Sports comes live from the Driven Collision Studio here at WVFN Radio. Good morning from Joe Laird and the staff at Driven Collision at 3200 West Main Street in Lansing, I-496 West Lansing Road, it up the hill on the right, and when that vehicle banged up goes in, it comes out looking like new more often than not. We'll have a driven collision story of the day, which may well end up being the weather and everything related to it by the time we get off today. We have a busy show today, and you'll be sure and join. It's always like this in the month of March on Friday, okay? Colorado Water Hotline is 342263. Our email address is tim.stout at wilx.com. Pure Green Smith 3 breaking sports moments as they happen, and we already have have one that's already in. This is the trade deadline day for the National Hockey League, and the Red Wings made another move this morning. Brock will get to that in just a moment. When we get stories in, we pass them on to you. Pure Greensmith 3. There have landscaping opportunities for 2023. Call 703-1111 and uh, inquire for yourself. Uh, on this Friday, there's a lot going on. And so, therefore, uh, with the weather that uh, so far right now, it looks like just another normal day in mid-Michigan. It's overcast, all right? It'll be in the upper 30s today. There is no snow, but that sounds as if that could change by 4 o'clock tomorrow morning. That's impacting the schedule of events around the area, sports-related, and we'll get into that as we get going this morning. As I say, Brock's here, I'm Tim, and away we go here 
with the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Uh, we have uh, uh, a Big Ten Hockey tonight on WJIMAM 1240, 7 o'clock face-off, Michigan State and Notre Dame. Uh, this is quarterfinal night, opening night of the quarterfinals in the uh, Big Ten Hockey Tournament. There are seven Big Ten Hockey teams. The regular season champ Minnesota's got to buy this week. Uh, the other best of three series, Wisconsin at Michigan, Penn State at Ohio State, Michigan State at Notre Dame. Those three Three survivors go on to the semifinals, and Minnesota joins them, and that's next week. Uh, the three Michigan State games, if three are played at Notre Dame, will all be televised on Fox Sports 2, which is channel 250 on my Comcast for whatever that's worth. And uh, if they play uh, Sunday, it would be a 6 o'clock game. Game 2 tomorrow is at 4.30. So we have that on the docket tonight. All this and a whole lot more on Friday Night Frenzy on Channel 10 coming up tonight. That's your official source to get into the weekend. Mostly high school related, but other, of course, pertinent sports on Friday. You get that because that'll include the Big Ten Women's Basketball Tournament. Michigan State and Indiana begin four quarterfinal games today in Minneapolis. That also on WJIMAM 1240. Tip time is at 1230. Indiana's the regular season Big Ten champ, the number one seed in the tournament. Michigan State comes in 16 and 13 on the season. The quality dairy stats on the Lady Spartans or Women Spartans, however you want to phrase it, those are quality dairy stats. Quality dairy, more than 80 years in our area. And during this Lenten season, there's a lot of their fresh bakery cases for you uh, that are staples at this time of the year. But for convenience, reliability, and melting moment sandwiches, okay, in the in the a freezer case. It's quality dairy all the time. But the quality dairy stats, the Spartans uh, hung on yesterday and beat Nebraska 67-64. Indiana's going to be a whole different deal today. Michigan plays Ohio State uh, right afterwards, Michigan barely survived yesterday uh, against Penn State, 63-61. to And so, therefore, Michigan and Michigan State win opening uh, games and go on to the quarterfinals today. Uh, then after that, uh, there are two more games and then the semifinals tomorrow and uh, on Sunday, uh, the Big Ten Women's Tournament Championship game. And all of these games are from Minneapolis. Michigan State would almost have to win the Big Ten Tournament to get an NCAA tournament yep. bid. Yep. Uh, they're going to get all they want from Indiana today. I told Brock I'd make Indiana at least a nine and a half point yeah, favorite today. That's a fair spread. I'd make Ohio State three and a half over Michigan for whatever that's worth. And uh, uh, Indiana has two losses, one of which was at Michigan State by seven points in December. But things have changed dramatically since then. I like to show Michigan State some of the inquiries on Susie Merchant I've received recently from other Big Ten schools and their speculation about her story here in East Lansing. And I say, you know what, this is what you get. And I won't get into it or repeat it because there's nothing official about it. Right. But it's the speculation because Michigan State has offered zero clarification beyond the fact uh, that she went out from a car accident. And therefore, the, the, the speculation that I get in here about her story, her issue, uh, is amazing to me, and it's exactly what I suspected would happen if Michigan State didn't have some kind of vague clarification, of which there's been none. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it would appear, Brock, that she's clearly going to miss the last third of the season. She is not in Minneapolis, and there has not been anything that has come up 
uh, officially in any way, shape, or form. However, uh, the others, uh, her peers in the Big Ten, let's just say the tongues are wagging one way or the other as to what the story is at Michigan State and women's basketball. How much of it's accurate or inaccurate, I got no way of knowing because I, I tell them, they think I know. I don't know. I'm like everybody else around here. There isn't a whole lot of clear. There are a lot of rumors, and there's a lot of innuendo around the league. Yep, exactly. Uh, but that's what's the uh, the residue of, um, of, of, of no transparency. Uh, from the university relative to just where things are headed in the situation and whatever you, you want to make of it there. But nonetheless, uh, Michigan State's women play at 1230 uh, in Minneapolis today against the number one seed, Indiana. So there you go with that. Now for a Pure Green Smith 3 breaking sports moment. The NHL trade deadline is this afternoon at 3 o'clock. The Red Wings up to this point have moved two players, uh, Philip Ronick, Tyler Bertuzzi, and we got another one who's leaving town. Uh, Jacob Vrana, Jakob Vrana is going to St. Louis. Uh, the uh, Red Wings are going to retain 50% of his salary, I believe, this year and next year, because he's got another year left on his contract, in exchange for a seventh-round draft choice in 2025. Uh, and uh, they get minor league uh, forward, I believe he's a forward, Dylan McLaughlin. Uh, so and uh, and actually, the Red Wings actually loaned him back to the Springfield Thunderbirds of the AHL. I believe that's St. Louis's AHL affiliate. They just loaned him back, even though he's property of the Detroit Red Wings now. So um, there you go with that. There had been speculation that that was going that uh, a, a trade involving Verano was going to happen because he was not uh, uh, he was scratched last night. And uh, a lot of people were wondering about what, you know, what was going to happen. Had so, the Red Wings won the two games this week in Ottawa, would any of these deals have been made? Mm, and have these, question. have these deals been made because of the 6-2 to two and 6-1 to one losses in Ottawa? The losing streak, has, well, actually, I would also add the 3 nothing shutout loss at home last weekend of the Tampa Bay Lightning, when yeah. I throw that into the and mix. They played, and the Red Wings played great that night. It's just that Andre Vasilevsky, who's probably going to win the Vezina as the best goalie in the NHL, was just out of this world. And yes, they will retain Vrana's, half of Vrana's salary this year and next year. That's $2.625 million this year, $2.625 million next year. So the Red Wings losing streak reached a quality dairy stat four last night and a five to four overtime loss. And that was amongst all the things I, we both watched last night. In Little Caesars Arena to the Seattle Kraken. That team's only in its second year. They're very good. Playoff bound. They're, yeah, a they're wild the card in the yep. West, so, so it looks at this point. Uh, the Kraken got up early 2 nothing. There were, in fact, uh, who was it that got the brawl right? Was it Vran? Somebody got in a brawl right out of the shoot the first uh, couple of minutes no, last night. No, I didn't night, see right? that. The first, I didn't watch the whole game. First minute last night, there was a brawl, and then uh, Seattle scored a couple, and the Red Wings came back, and they tied it up. There was no scoring in the third period, and then with just a minute, the Red Wings took a penalty in the overtime, which made it a four-on-three, and with a minute and 20, 30, whatever it was to go in overtime, uh, Seattle was a, it was a perfect screenshot from the point. Got through everybody, got through all the traffic in Seattle. So in the last four losses, the Red Wings' quality dairy stats have been outscored 20-7. to seven. In the last four games, four lots. And it doesn't get any easier. Tomorrow at 12.30 p.m., they play the Islanders uh, on Long Island. Yep. And uh, if uh, the, we might carry the game here on WVFN, uh, but that depends on what Michigan State women's basketball does uh, today. If Michigan State women's basketball play, uh, wins today, they'll play tomorrow here on WVFN. If not, if they lose, then we got Red Wings hockey tomorrow. Playing the Islanders on the road, ooh, that'll be difficult. 
So per, on the men's side, Purdue hung on and beat Wisconsin 63-61 to in Madison last night to clinch the outright Big Ten regular season title by at least two games, okay? And if Purdue wins at home against Illinois Sunday, Purdue then would finish 26-5, and heading into the Big Ten tournament as the one seed and would win it by three games. But as of last night, there was like a five-way tie for second place with eight losses and 11 wins in the league. And I said to Brock, never has it ever been more clear that Michigan State got a terrible deal from the Big Ten Conference by not having that Minnesota game made up. Because if you assume Michigan State would have beat 1-16 Minnesota in East Lansing and then won tomorrow on Senior Day against Ohio State and finished 12-8, that would have got a share of second place in the Big Ten in the regular season. But because they don't play the game, if they win tomorrow, they finish 11-8, and eight, not 12-8. and eight. Right. They could still uh, finish in the top four, which yes. would give them a double buy in the Big Ten tournament next week in Chicago. The thing, there's some things that have to but happen. They need some help for that to happen, assuming they beat Ohio State. But, but now watching this play out, I thought, you know, it's the women, when they got canceled at Purdue, they didn't make a whole lot of difference. But on the men's side, you know, if there's credibility in the regular season standings for whatever reason, then not letting them finish the season with a chance to finish in a tie for second place to me shows that the Big Ten, as usual, no leadership has very, very limited leadership. And as Tom Izzo complained, that, well, why that was not handled in 24 hours, Agreed. one way or the other, in 24 hours, we're going to figure this thing out. But... That didn't happen, and and toward that end, Michigan State then, therefore, uh, may well, uh, again, assuming it beats Ohio State tomorrow, may well end up with eight losses like every other second-place team that would share it. Now, at the moment, there's like five with eight, but a couple of them are going to play each other, yeah. so they're going to have, like, Indiana and Michigan have eight losses. Right. They play each other in Bloomington. Right. right. Here, Illinois like, probably could lose at Purdue, and that gives them nine yep. losses. Here we go. Here we go, Tim. Iowa, Maryland, Indiana, Illinois, Michigan, Northwestern, and Michigan State. That's seven teams that have eight losses in so the state league. So State could, well, they can't finish eighth because there are going to be a couple teams with losses that have eight at the moment. Prob- yeah. I mean, North Northwestern has eight, but they play at Rutgers. I mean, figure that one out. And then uh, what? Who else? Oh, well, they could win that game, Northwestern. They could. And then because Rutgers is weird. Nebraska's at Iowa. They, I'll you take got, Iowa. You got, everybody would take Iowa. Yeah. But we got weird. If when your second place team has eight conference losses, that does not tell me the league's all that great. That tells me the league has parity. Yep. That's what that and, tells me. And you've me. been saying it's average, and it's pretty close to average. I said to Brock, too, I said, now, uh, without getting into this thing, I said, you know, I'm looking at these guys saying there are nine Big Ten teams in the NCAA tournament. To me, any league, any, why would you put the ninth place team in the national tournament? I'd almost say none of them are going to win it. Why not just take somebody else of a smaller conference that had a 20 two and four record and give them a chance. All right, hang on. Uh, but, they, me, but they don't. Let me just pick one out here. It could be any league. could be the ACC. could be the SEC. Why, why put eight, nine teams in? Because they're going to get beat. Like Ioni says, those bottom few, they don't win. You know, they, 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 don't, they don't go to the final Kennesaw State at 25 and 8. Uh, they're playing in the Atlantic Sun Championship uh, Sunday. Now, if they win that, then well, obviously I mean, that look, takes the, care of the itself. Theory, like Brock says, and he's correct, the theory is who are the best 68 teams available. That's the thing. Now, it's really not the best 68. It's like the best 35. Well, Because you got 36. automatic whatever it is. There, there, are thir- there are 32 conference tournament champions, and all 32 conferences have 
conference tournaments now. Yes, even the Ivy League. But I thought, why would you so put nine 36. teams from one league in the national tournament the way they've got it set up? I'm not going to lose sleep over it. But do you think any of those teams in the bottom, how many of those big ten? I think, they could all be gone by the second round, and that's by I and think, that includes I think, Purdue. I think Purdue could get. I don't know I'm that down, they will. Yes, I agree because their guards aren't experienced. I mean, I enough. looked at the uh, four uh, projected seeds at the moment. What there's Houston, Kansas, Alabama, and Purdue. Those are the four projected one seeds. I don't think any of those are an absolute lock to make. Did the you final say Alabama? Four. Yeah. Okay. Alabama, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue. Those are the four projected at the moment. Now, that could change because we still got the weekend to play plus right. the conference right, tournaments. Right, right, right. But uh, at the moment, those are the four. So Michigan State's UCLA not going to Marquette Michigan State's not gonna be in the region, all right, where uh, Purdue is. They won't be in that region. Probably not. We so don't that know that, though. Houston, Kansas, and Alabama. I'd like to ask Tom, of those three, which one would you prefer to take your shot in? Because if State's an eighth seed, which is still on the table, right. that means in game two first weekend they have to play the one seed. If they now, win they've game already one, lost yeah. Alabama by double digits, but that was in Thanksgiving in Portland. Thanksgiving and the world weekend, has changed yeah. since then, although Alabama might be better. Houston, to me, is a run and gun. There are, I watched, well, they were on last night. They won the American Conference yeah, once again. And their schedule's like Gonzaga, in my opinion. They're 28 and 2. And then Kansas. I think Kansas is the best team in the country. Alabama's close, though. But they've had their moments where they. Yep. I agree. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you because if not Kansas, then who would replace them? But now, these conference tournaments, how much impact are they going to have on seating? On seating. All right. Yeah. As we, when we come back from break, Fred's joining us because we have had, because of the weather, multiple changes for assignments uh, because of the weather of girls district championship high school basketball games and that affects our programming for tonight we'll get into that on the other side so we're going to get everything caught up and i don't think that all the changes are complete as we speak as we go through the day my sense is there could be more changes not only here but all over the state of michigan so but what we do have uh, fred's going to update us because we have at least six adjustments to the original schedule of friday night seven o'clock girls district championship games so we got a number of changes because of the weather expected later today he'll update them the one thing that's constant is that whatever is played you'll see on the uh rating superstar friday night frenzy coming up at 11 15 tonight on channel 10 and we're right back more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oiko's Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Golfers everywhere have always known the Emerald on 127 North of St. John's is one of the great public courses in the middle of Michigan for people to play. Well, the Emerald was named the Michigan Public Golf Course of the Year in 2022 by the Golf Course Owners Association. And to me, it's no surprise Jay and Katie Eccleton run a first-class operation. Have you played the Emerald yet? Make your plans for 2023. Jay and Katie will take care of you for any special event you want. The Emerald, great golf for everyone in 2023. 
Here's a question. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Well, now is the perfect time. Working for Dean Transportation contributes to the success of our schools and community. Dean Transportation is looking for caring, upbeat, and professional people to join our family business. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. Go to DeanJobs.com to apply and learn more. No experience needed. Apply now and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. That's D-E-A-N-J-O-B-S dot com. When the yellow tags go up, the prices come down. The Shaheen Yellow Tag Sales Event has vehicles priced to sell. This 2018 certified Equinox was $20,000, now it's eighteen eight. This 2020 Silverado was $45,000, now just thirty nine. This 2018 Trax was $16,700, now it's just fourteen nine. This certified 2020 Traverse was $31,000, now just twenty nine five. Save big at the Shaheen Yellow Tag Sales Event. The WVFN High School Basketball Player of the Week is brought to you by Wayne Lacey and Shamak Mortgage, by Doubting Industries, and by the Greater Lansing Sports Authority. This week's winner is Janae. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. One of Michigan's big supporters is Chupan and Sons Recyclers, located out of Kalamazoo, but a presence all over the state in the Midwest. Founded in 1968 by the family, Mark Chupan is the head these days, Tom Emmerich at his side, and recycling to make the state a better place is the aim. Google Chupan for all of the locations and opportunities to recycle and make our state cleaner. Good employment opportunities as well. From a six-person scrap metal recycler, now with over 500 skilled employees, Way to go, Shoepan and Sons. At Doggy Daycare and Spa, we love dogs. And we're here to tell you that even though it's winter, your pup's grooming needs are still important to keep them from suffering from spring shave down. All of the spa specialists at Doggy Daycare and Spa are professionally trained, only use patient practices, and will provide your dog with the most positive grooming experience possible. To schedule an appointment, give us a call at 333-WOOF. That's 333-9663 and let us love your dog. Doggy Daycare and Spa. With hip hounds, hang out. Of all the recommendations that I've ever given you on this program through the years, no one goes higher than the Munn team for real estate advice. John and Jan Munn work as hard as anyone in the business, trust me, and they truly are realtors who get results. John's cell phone, 881-6623. Jan's at 282-6781. And when they put the one-two whammy on a sale or to get you the best deal possible, you have the best people working for you. The Munn team, realtors who truly get results for 
anything real estate. We've partnered for years with our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. You always get fast delivery and a variety of specials every day. Order online at cottagein.com. Convenient locations all over our area, especially East Lansing and Okemos. Cottage and Pizza offering a wide variety of gourmet pizzas, and you can build your own just the way you want. Handmade dough closes at 11.30 each night. Way to go, George Hoover, with a continued growth and success of our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. Good morning from Evan Wilson and everybody at Climax Insurance. Evan is the senior vice president. He's available with an easy phone number to remember at 816-2000. Even if you're all set with policies, I'll bet Climax Insurance can make it better for you. You just don't know yet. Go to ClimaxInsurance.com. C-L-I-M-A-X, ClimaxInsurance.com. Hit the request a quote button. That gets you a free gift card. Spend it any way you want. No obligation. But then, see what there might be for you. I mean, like uh, Evan always says, insurance isn't sexy but saving money is and that's his aim give you better coverage and save you money evan wilson at climax insurance from the white law pllc studios lansing sports leader the game 7 30 a.m on we go from the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Driven Collision, 977-0955. They work with the insurance companies. They'll get all of that set up for you. Uh, so Fred and Kellen and Joey will have Friday Night Frenzy rocking and rolling tonight on Channel 10 at 11.15. There are enough uh, challenges in getting everything squared away. They work hours on that program. It goes through, of course, the state high school basketball finals for the boys on the third uh, Friday coming up this month. But tonight has been scheduled traditionally at 7 o'clock all over the state of Michigan. Girls High School District Championship Basketball Games. The girls districts began this week. The boys begin Monday. The boys regular season for the most part ended last night. Well, we're getting changes because of the impending weather situation as we speak and Fred's on the other end of our line. It's hard enough to do this show when you know who's going to play when and where, right? I just sent out an email to our staff <clears throat> the Friday night frenzy is going to turn into a real frenzy tonight. Uh, some of the games started to change. <clears throat> excuse me, last night I've contact. I got a list of sixteen games. Five of them are not in your listening area; they're further south. But I got eleven contacts out to local games, and I'm still waiting to hear on four or five of them who say they are in meetings and won't know until afternoon. What I can tell you is our game of the week and our by far the best game in the area, as you may know by now, the game at Eaton Rapids between Hazlitt and Lansing Catholic was originally moved last night till today at 5 o'clock. Well, that's been moved until tomorrow at 1. So Hazlitt plays Lansing Catholic at Eaton Rapids tomorrow at 1. Um, the Ovid Elsie Paloma westphalia game at Bath has been moved to tomorrow at 1 o'clock. The, the Grand Ledge, I'm sorry, the Holt-Jackson Northwest game at Mason High School has been moved to tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And as I'm waiting to come on, I just got a text that the Olivet uh, girls, who have a very good year playing at Vicksburg, uh, that's been moved to tomorrow at 7. So there's four games that I know have, of that have been moved to, to tomorrow at various times. Two others have been moved up today as of now. The Ionia-Portland game at Lakewood has been moved to 4.30 this afternoon. And the Grand Ledge-DeWitt game at Waverly has been moved to 5.30 this afternoon. 
So that's six games that I've heard of, and I'm waiting on calls on five others. And even those ones that have been moved to 4.30 and 5.30, that's pending the weather, of course. So, you know, there's a chance we could have no games tonight. Right now we have two that I know of, and I'm waiting to hear on four others. So then you guys could sing a duet, a medley of your greatest hits to kill off all the time. <laughs> I think we may bring the Dean on and just have you join in that. I, yeah, <laughs> you guys can sing a medley of your all-time greatest hits then. Uh, well, I mean, there are a couple of other things that are getting played today. The Big Ten Hockey Tournament, the Big Ten Women's Basketball Tournament, okay? And uh, Michigan and Michigan State are involved in both of them. And Brock's got his own clip board full of no way you got anything that he doesn't have yet? yeah the stockbridge springport game uh in division three i believe that's been moved up to 5 p.m unless you got something more than that langsburg so dansville that, that game's at leslie so that's 5 p.m I've been told 5 p.m. Langsburg, Dansville at Dansville, 7 o'clock tonight, and Portland St. Pat's and Fowler as of now, 7 o'clock, but I'm checking to see if that gets moved as well. So yeah, the Fowler, the, those are two of my calls. Now, the Fowler game at Fowler, and what's the other one you mentioned? I'm getting Langsburg, confused. Langsburg against Langsburg Dansville at I Dansville. Just talked, I just talked to Doug Hurst, and he says they won't know until. Uh, noon, and they'll, they'll have a further determination at noon, but maybe you know more than I have. He, as of an hour ago, he did not know that it was still on at 7. He was waiting to hear. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it stands to reason that anything that is still listed at 7 o'clock tonight is subject to change almost anywhere around the state of Michigan, certainly in the lower area here from, what, uh, Mount Pleasant South of here. I mean, I can only imagine what the changes and adjustments are in Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, Ann Arbor, Jackson. As you said, in our viewing area, which includes Jackson, there have been a lot of changes there, too. Yeah, and, you know, understandably, administrators and athletic officials are reluctant to put buses out on the roads, on icy roads. You can you can imagine up all the reasons, safety being number one, potential lawsuits number two. You know, they they, they got to err on the side of caution, and I'm not a forecast guy. I mean, Andy Proven, I love Andy Provenzano, but I told him I've never watched a forecast in my life. I don't live my life based on the forecast. Well, high school administrators have to. They can't be Fred Human. They have to plan accordingly, and the forecast is not good. Uh, there's a promise of uh, snow and freezing rain, and that's not good conditions to send kids and coaches out on the roads. And so they're going to err on the side of caution. And as you say, the 7 o'clock games that are still on, and frankly, even the 4.30 and 5.30 games that are on are subject to change. That's obvious here in the next several hours. Well, not only that, but what gets overlooked tremendously is the host schools have to have a number of volunteers, okay, that take the tickets, that, uh, you know, turn on the lights and work the scoreboard and all that sort of thing. And, you know, the officials and all, you got to get all those people. Can they change their schedule as well? So this is no easy deal when you host any kind of an MHSAA tournament. And that in, Fred. The MHSAA has events this weekend. I want to say bowling, competitive cheer that come to mind besides the girls' district tournaments. I'm, uh, they have the individual wrestling, but that's tomorrow at Ford Field. Then they also have the hockey, but the one hockey game in our area, that's tomorrow at 5.30 as well. And this, uh, this storm thing is due to expire at 4 a.m. tomorrow is the last I saw off the weather. So one would think that getting around would be easier. The one thing that's for sure, no matter what the weather, uh, Michigan State's playing Ohio State at noon tomorrow in the Breslin Center. <laughs> that doesn't change. <laughs> and to your point, and I have not heard this from anybody, my hunch is that 
some of these games that are pending, they'll just err on the side of caution and play them tomorrow because, as you say, it's supposed to be clear tomorrow and anything tonight is dicey. Yeah. So I, I think there's going to be more changes this afternoon, but I haven't. those are the ones I've heard of so far. Is there anything else I should... I'm trying to think if there's anything that's come up between yesterday and today that I should ask you, but I guess there... Uh, you know, I mean, I guess... The, I, I, oh, yeah, you were at basket, Michigan State basketball yesterday. It is ironic that uh, Fred Bra uh, Brock... Uh, Michigan State's got a sign in the Breslin lot that salutes the seniors who are being honored tomorrow, but the irony of all that is in the world we live in today, all those seniors could come back and play again next year if they so desire, right? Uh, well, yeah, with the COVID year, you're right. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. I don't think Joey Hauser has any left, right? He's been yes, here he eight does. years. He, he has, has to, to he, he, one more. He does, but he has to get a waiver from the NCAA to do it, okay? Now, he hasn't had good success with the NCAA as it is because when he transferred, remember, they denied him playing right away. He had to sit out here, and that made Tom happy. Which is why he has to do a waiver now. Well, yeah. that made Tom really happy. And then uh, the other guys, now, uh, apparently Tyson Walker and Malik Hall, they have not committed one way or the other to what they're going to do. I mean, Maybe they have no idea what they're going to do. They're going to just try to get through this year and then go from there. But like I told Brock this morning, Fred, as you know, you've talked to him. You know, Tom's so upset with the Big Ten office, the way they handled this thing over the Minnesota game cancellation. Now, when you look at the standings, the second-place team in the Big Ten is going to finish with eight losses, okay? Well, State's got eight losses, and if they beat Ohio State tomorrow, they end with eight losses, okay, but they're going to be a half game behind everybody else with eight losses because they couldn't play Minnesota here, uh, which to me sends another message about the credibility of the whole conference season. They could still finish seventh or eighth just because they couldn't play the last game. Well, I think they're going to have to move up from that because a couple of the eight-loss teams play each other. Yes. Yeah, and that's the – well, the – I don't even want to use the word misfortune after the tragedy that happened here. That's the most unfortunate. But in a basketball sense, who's kidding who? State gets a home game with Minnesota. That's going to be a win, right? So, you know, losing that game is not one that you want to lose. Uh, obviously not for the reasons, but you've you got to figure State's going to beat Minnesota at home. That'd give them another win. But I think I think Izzo as upset as he was has become philosophical. It is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. He doesn't hold the other coaches accountable. He says they all try to do what they do. He was more upset with the Big Ten office for not making a plan. But even that was kind of, he said, maybe they had no options. He was just, you know, he, he's a man who likes to be in control, and he wanted to know last week what's going on. They never came up with an answer, and now the game won't be played. So well, on the, same, and, and on the same subject, now look at the residue of that loss at Iowa, because had they not right. lost that game right. at Iowa, they could have finished with right. seven losses and a half right. game ahead of everybody in second place, and in the opposite bracket of Purdue and Chicago, now they might not, they might have got beat along the way, but if they would yeah, have played Purdue in the championship game, I'll bet Tom would have loved to try to beat them in game three of this regular season. Yeah, in his defense, Izzo also took accountability to that. He said, you know what, if we had not if we had not lost that Iowa game, we'd have a lot better control, but that's on us. So he did take uh, responsibility for that. All right. What were you pointing at? Langsburg at Dansville, girls basketball, date change. It has been rescheduled for tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Dansville High School. So yeah, you, that's from Langsburg. That's from Langsburg officially. Wolfpack Athletics. And you know, like I said, our frenzy has turned into a frenzy because I, I don't. I have staff scheduled in, and I have freelancers. Not that you want to hear it coming in tonight, and most of them can't work tomorrow. So it's going to be a mess getting these games covered. 
Well, then I guess between the radio and TV this afternoon, I'll go home and kind of warm up my vocal cords and get out the music and start practicing on a medley of my greatest hits. If I have to come in and, you know, have a concert or something like that, sing my greatest songs, but I usually sing in the shower, then if that can be, as a team player, I'm more than happy to do that to get you through the thing. Although I'll bet you there's more going on today than you think. I mean, yes, that's a high school-dominated show, and as I said earlier, these guys work their ever-loving brains out all week long on this thing and it involves an enormous amount of people that's why the frenzy's had the success that it has had over the last couple of years but i'll be tuned in because i want to know exactly what's happened at least in the big 10 hockey and women's basketball tournaments and then anything you might even have room you might even have room for uh detroit tiger spring training highlights you never know you know, I was just thinking our producers are going to say, hey, you want us to cut your time? I said, no, we got plenty to cover. We can fill a show. Don't worry about us. We'll get, we got plenty to cover. Absolutely. So we're all set. All right. Uh, thanks for checking up. We'll talk to you later. Fred Human, there's the human touch. He and Kellen and Joey, are, of course, are the, uh, the linchpins of the Friday Night Frenzy. Again, 11-15 tonight. Whatever, whatever is played, I wouldn't be surprised, Brock, by the end of the day if everything is off all over the place. But now the MHSAA tournaments relative to things like competitive cheer and bowling and all that kind of thing, unless they, I guess they're all on until they notify us otherwise. Let's take a quick break. Back with more in a moment. You can join us on the Culliga Water Hotline at 342 Our email address, tim.stout at wilx.com. This is the Friday, March 3rd, Sparrow, Stout on Sports. Here's what's on tap today here on The Game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Coming up in the 11 o'clock hour, we're going to talk with uh, Chris Solari from the Detroit Free Press. Talk about tomorrow's Michigan State-Ohio uh, State game. Uh, in the 12 o'clock hour, Dr. Mike Shingles scheduled to join us. We could have potentially one or two other guests as well. Uh, at 1 o'clock, ESPN Radio. Then at 4, Offensive-Minded with Beanie Howell. No high school game tonight because of all the weather uh, delays. We'll do a high school game next week uh, to wrap up the season. Uh, we got a full three hours of the huge show. Coming up at 12.15, WJIM, Michigan State women's basketball playing Indiana in the quarterfinals of the Big Ten Tournament. And then at 6.30 on 12.40, it is Michigan State hockey playing at Notre Dame in the first round of the Big Ten Tournament. And that's what's on tap. The game, 7.30 a.m., WVFN. Tailgating season or any other special occasion, Tom's Food Centers in Okemos in Portland are ready to make it great for you. The Antia family has created Tom's Food Centers and they upgrade the stores with new renovations on a consistent basis. And it's also so convenient to get in and out right away seven days a week. A lot of things on sale. The stores are fully stocked. They're neat, clean, sanitary. And for all those special occasions, you can dart in and out anytime, seven days a week. Try them. Tom's Food Centers in Okemos in Portland. We love to endorse Duff Schroeder and his company, Schroeder Homes, on Dobie Road in Okemos. Everything they do at Schroeder Homes revolves around helping you make highly informed home buying choices so that you're totally satisfied. Google and check the reviews on Schroeder Homes with three communities in the Lansing area for you to build your dream home. Call for an appointment at 349-0560. The most dependable and reliable home builder in mid-Michigan, we believe, continues to be Schroeder Homes. You go see for yourself. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. 
To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. You always have a great time at Scott Berman's One North Kitchen and Bar, 5001 West Saginaw, Lansing. It's in the old Reno's West location. Dine-in or curbside service, all the info at onenorthdining.com. Or call 901-5001 for any special event. Open 11 to 11 and then till midnight on Friday and Saturday. A casual and entertainment-based environment where your gathering will have a great time every time. That's One North on West Saginaw in West Lansing. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Cleaning your fuel system can help your engine run better and improve gas mileage. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts and pick up a bottle of Chevron Tech. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Where good friends gather in small groups or large groups for any occasion. And now lunches are available at Sidebar Wednesday through Friday during this season. And you can enjoy outdoors when the weather's good, inside, or anytime. Happy hour, whatever. Always enjoy a special gathering together at Sidebar, Saginaw and Abbott in East Lansing. You're seriously thinking of updating your home inside or out, okay? From personal experience, we fully endorse custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos. They added a massive deck to our home earlier this year. We offered them a video praising the quality of work and the entire experience. Online, go to custombuilt.com or call them at 881-9871. Get an appointment for whatever interests you. This company of Michael Florius Fabulous. We totally recommend them to help you. Custom built design and remodeling in Okemos. Mid-Michigan Tax and Accounting is moving to a new location. The number is the same, 694-9545 for Deb Allerding and her staff to give you the best tax and accounting help you'll find anywhere. The new address, all right, is located on the north end of Lansing near State Road. 15851 South US 27, Building 20, Suite 21. And if that's too much for you, call and get the direction. 694-9545, a new location now for Mid-Michigan Tax and Accounting. Lake Lansing Road Mobile says, hey, come on by. We're across the street from the Eastwood Town Center. Touch-free car wash gets you 25 cents a gallon off the price of gas. You get it while it snows. No, you don't want the wash, but take the certificate and then get any time you want. And there... And their service bays are there to fix whatever ails your vehicle Monday through Friday. Call 484-2300. And remember, whenever you're in the Eastwood Town Center and you're hungry, there's a Culver's by Walmart. And when you order, mention Stout on Sports. That gets your entire order discounted 10%. Best in sports now, talk now, now on the only station serving Lansing with the best sports talk for 30 years. The game, 7:30 a.m. We're live in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. The Driven Collision story of the day may well be the impending weather and the changes it has had on all of the sporting events in our area. It's a normal day right now, but uh, with girls' district championship games set for tonight, many of them have been changed. We'll keep you up to speed on those. Time now for our Sparrow Stout on Sports Gillespie Group High School Salute. The Gillespie Group is renowned for quality, dedication, and they are honored to salute a high school standout each day. 
Well, guess what? We're done with the regular season. The girls are in their state tournament. And in the mid-Michigan area, one team, one team finished with a perfect regular season record of 21-0 with a win last night. And that is the Langsburg boys basketball team finished 21-0 heading into the districts this next week of Coach Daniel Morrill. Congratulations to Langsburg. A perfect regular season. The only mid-Michigan high school basketball team boys or girls to do so. The Gillespie group, all right, is proud of the projects it has near and far around the state. It gets great recognition from many organizations, governmental bodies, and the like. Great property everywhere. Way to go, Pat Gillespie and his 90 employees. They've made it a better place all over Michigan. And the Gillespie group this morning salutes the boys basketball team at Langsburg High School, the only team, boys or girls, in the mid-Michigan area to finish the regular season with a perfect record 21-0. Caliga Water Hotline, Lyle and Lansing is up on the Friday morning. Sparrow Stout on Sports. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, say again, the Catholic... Uh Hazlitt Girls District Final has been changed to what? What is that, Brock? Tomorrow at Eaton Rapids at 1 o'clock. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Yeah. Okay, got it. Thank you. Um, I just was reading the Indianapolis Star um, when we used to go down there to the Final Four. It's been a while. Um, they had a restaurant that was kind of the Michigan State Hangout. Uh, it was called the Slippery Noodle. I see after 60 years they're selling it, and I'm thinking, oh, no. Wow. And that was... Because that was kind of a little rat hole, if you get my drift. Wow, that's kind of a pure Greensmith three-breaking moment. The slippery noodle in Indianapolis, big soul, Brock. That comes in from a very reliable source. That is, like that, that, that's big news right there. That's good news. That's good news to pass on. And I, I just got back in Battle Creek. You know, I, I don't want to growl about about the speed on these highways, but I'm telling you, that 69... Southbound, Formal, it's a rattle ramp. And, and people, I drove 65, 67 miles an hour. I passed zero cars between Lansing and I 94. Yeah, but that's what you, you probably drove that in a 25 mile an hour zone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> God, you just get run over out there. And I used to, you know, kind of have a lead foot, but holy moly. Yeah. I, and of course, you don't have to drive because you get chauffeured. But, you know. Well, I mean, when I do, somebody like you, I'd probably be laying on the horn and indicating you're my number one favorite driver that's on the highway. I would expect that, so, yes. Something like that. Boy, didn't, didn't uh, Illinois, didn't, they just they just kind of roughed Michigan up in that second overtime last night. There was bodies laying everywhere. Well, yeah, but I thought Michigan was going to pull that out and win the game. It looked like they had the game in hand. They had their chances. They have nobody to blame but themselves. They missed three. Uh, Hunter Dickinson missed three huge free throws, and they just didn't execute good enough. Michigan's not good enough. They're going to have to win the Big Ten tournament to get in because they ain't beating Indiana on Sunday. Do you think they will get in? If, if, unless they win the Big Ten tournament, no, they're well, going to go to the NIT. I'm not convinced of that because every Big Ten team with a winning conference record, Solari's on here in a moment, he can give his two cents worth. I'm not convinced they can't beat Indiana because Indiana's coming in off a 22-point loss at home to Iowa. Now, that might say that, well, they're going to be resolved. They're going to win on senior day on Sunday. But it, I, I think, you know, I think Michigan, they, you know, they, they, they lost by a point to them, should have beat them in Ann Arbor, but went cold in the last five minutes a couple of weeks ago. I think if they beat Indiana, I I, I think they're 50-50 still. I don't think that eliminates them completely, nor do I think they have so to win. So you think the they'd win. get in if they beat Indiana? Well, I, I think they're not. I'll just say I don't think they're out of it yet. I'd go that far. 
Okay. And then how about those mighty little gophers last night? They get the ball with like three seconds a guy does. He fakes a shot that gets a guy in the air, squares it up, and hits nothing but net. You'd think they won the regional final. Well, the, the angle there, as I told Brock, was why did it take the officials at least 10 minutes on the floor after the game to figure out who won the game? And I said if they overturn this and give Rutgers that win, there's going to be civil insurrection within that arena. And I couldn't figure out. I, 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 I mean, it was clear it, left his, it was halfway there when the, when the when the backboard lit up. Right, but they were saying, the announcers were saying anyway, the issue was, did the clock start on the inbound or did they get a little oh, home cooking? I, I, I mean, I look, it was preposterous that it took that long. You have players on the floor standing around, ready to go. It's Minnesota's win, clearly. And, these guys, and, and look, nobody criticizes officials less than I do in basketball because I think the sport's impossible to officiate in the first place and there's never been anyone accused of being a terrific official. I've never heard that. But nonetheless, why that took them so long to go ahead and certify the Minnesota won the game is beyond me. They're, you're just asking for criticism the way they did what they did. But, but can't you see the clock operator getting into the game? I mean, it's hard to run them jobs and, and not be in the game. But, but you could you know, clearly like, see that the clock started on the inbounds and he clearly made the the shot before the clock expired. You could do that in 20 seconds or just play the video back the way it was and you could tell it right there, shake hands, leave, and we're game over. I, I have no idea why it took them that long and what they were looking for. You know, on this replay stuff, you sure do have a big chip on your shoulder. Well, the timing of it is my whole issue. Yeah, it takes too long. It takes got, too long. You gotta have replay to help these guys, or in some cases, women oh, out. But 30 seconds a minute, if you can't do it? Well, I mean, if you, I, I, would, I, I thought of, initially they were just trying to see if he got the shot off. Alright, I get that okay well initially i mean you could have had 25 beers until he got the shot off all right sitting at home you could tell that right away but then well, when the, they the referee the official closest to the camera he immediately said it's good and and the game is over well that's why but, i don't understand why they went to the replay but then once you determined that he got the shot off that was nobody argued that then the so the speculation began well maybe they think that there was a little home cooking on the inbounds because there was only like six six seconds left to get the ball up the floor and did they start the clock late on the inbound, which they didn't do. You could tell right away. I, I mean, it was, I was, you know, as usual. It was you were calling for Spartan Bob, right? Well, I, I, you know, if Spartan Bob had been there, then I would have had a little bit of an investigation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, boy. I, then I guess I would have had to take a little longer look. But he wasn't there, to my knowledge. And uh, at any rate, so Minnesota got the win, and uh, so now they're a cool 2-16. and 16 going Avery. Yeah, well, actually, there was no theft. I mean, well, the classic was, it was, and I'll leave it at that because we're almost out of time, and one of our callers is going to have to wait till after the, well, two of them. You guys got to wait till after the news because with that, uh, you know, Rutgers uh, was outscored 15-4 to in the last minute and 15 seconds. Can't these teams put these games away, Brock? No. I mean, even Michigan State's women nearly blew a big lead yesterday yep. against Nebraska down the stretch. Why, why, Michigan did the why same thing against... Why can't you keep the pedal to the metal yeah, and just finish it out and blow them out and let's get on uh, with it? They can't. They, like you always say, they can't handle it. They can't handle I mean, Rutgers is up like... They were up 10 the whole game. They're up 10 the whole game. And, you know, and Minnesota's got a half. I mean, boy, let's just say that Williams Arena has lost a few of the faith. That bandwagon's per When you're 1-16, they don't stay with you, and especially when Rutgers is in town, no matter how good it be. You know, they're winning a the game. They're up 10. They're up 10. They're up 10. And the next thing you know, you know, now the game's a game.
because I was like you, I'm going back and forth from the Red Wings in Seattle and Michigan, Illinois. That was one notch on the clicker between the two. Uh, I guess I got uh, I got one minute for Joe and Lansing. I'll go ahead and take them before the new. I got one minute for Joe and Lansing. What's up? Okay, Tim. So um, on all the rules in the baseball, which one would you keep? Do you like them all? And they used to call it America's pastime. And now they're trying to speed it up. And it's like, you know, buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. And now why would I ever go back? But it's so pricey there. Why would you ever want to go back? So. <laughs> Well, I don't know exactly what all that was. I don't like the shift rule. I love the extra innings rule, and I love the pitch clock, and where everything else is kind of, I don't have an opinion on the bases, but it looks like everybody likes the pitch. There was another game on last night that I stumbled on. Boy, he was grabbing it and throwing it. Grabbing it and throwing it. Yep. Players, will adjust, players and the umpires will adjust. Now, there will be some discretion at some point within a second or two. But, but um, I have not heard anybody who comments on these things of official note that thinks it's a bad deal. Which yeah. usually you get somebody that thinks this stuff's a bad deal. Maybe maybe it, it, when, when Fred approves it, well, then you know nobody else is going to disagree. I don't like the bigger bases and I don't like the, uh, the restrictions against the shift. I don't like that, but the pitch clock is working well. So there you go. Hope that answers. It's just an opinion. There's nothing official what we say here whatsoever. One hour's in the book. So of the Michigan State seniors honored tomorrow, who comes back and who leaves? Other than the fact that I guess Tom's son, Stephen, is coming back for He gets a fifth year of his dad yelling at him and praying. <laughs> so at any rate, good, uh, so they'll be good for each other. I guess Stephen's coming back for a year. I can't believe it. it'll be five years next season, but I guess time flies. That and more when we return. It's still a busy Friday, and any adjustments to the schedules of anything moving forward will pass on here. That's where we have Pure Green Smith Free Breaking Sports. Sports moments, and this is the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. DBI, we do office. Hello, my name is Nikki. I am the sales manager at DBI. We've been providing office essentials to our customers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Michigan News Network. I'm Beth Fisher. State Attorney General Dana Nessel has asked the sixth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals to decide whether her lawsuit against Enbridge will remain in federal court or go back to state court. Game held at the Victoria Skating Rink. Prior to the move indoors, ice hockey was a casual outdoor game with no set dimensions for the ice and no rules regarding the number of players per side. Lansing Sports Station. The game. 7.30 a.m. Never gone down to the Nut House? Half off happy hour Fridays, 4 to 7. Great appetizers, salads, wraps, outstanding burgers, giant sandwiches, pizza, desserts, something for everyone. It's time to get down to the Nut House Sports For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. AM. 
This is the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Starring Tim Stout on the game, 738. Phone lines are open now on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. Or you can send Tim an email at tim.stout at wilx.com. Let's get back to the show. Here's the dean of mid-Michigan sports, Tim Stout. As we head into hour number two, we remind you about our partnership with Shaheen Chevy Cadillac. Make it your partnership as well. When it comes to automotive, you need guidance in the years ahead. It's a changing industry, right? Well, you need somebody loyal to you, and that's Shaheen Chevy Cadillac. In any way, any way, shape, or form, American Drive adjacent WILX-TV sponsors of In My View every morning on the award-winning weekday morning newscast on WILX-TV. I'm going to lead into our guest here with this word that has just come in from the publication The Athletic. I've never seen that, Brock. It gets on Twitter all the time, gets quoted all the time. The Athletic is reporting this morning that the Big 12 Conference is in recent contact with Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. As it says here, renewing optimism that convincing them to join the Big 12 is highly possible and that Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov is facing pressure to deliver a new media rights deal by the end of the month for the Pac-12 moving forward. As it says here, if the dollar figures or the details are underwhelming, March may be the moment when the Big 12 finally pounces on those four schools from the Pac-12, which would just about disintegrate the Pac-12, and at that point perhaps leave schools like Cal, Stanford, say Oregon and Washington to go to the Big 10 and the Pac-12 would have to go out of business because there would only be Oregon State and Washington state left. That could be by the end of the month. Let's ask um, Chris Solari of the Detroit Free Press and the Lansing State Journal and Gannett and all that good stuff who follows all this stuff just like we do. We'll say good morning to him and get a reaction from him. That's from The Athletic. It's credibility. I have no idea, but that's what it's reporting this morning. There are all kinds of speculative stories that continue ab- <coughs> Excuse me, about conferences consolidating and adding and contracting and so on and so forth. Morning, Chris. Good morning. Yeah, that does not surprise me at all. I mean, this is kind of where we've uh, we've gotten in in this day and age of of college athletics. And I mean, you know, if the Big 12's contacting those schools, who has the Big Ten been in touch with? I mean, you know, we've heard all the usual suspects. I mean, for really all the way back to the summer after the the UCLA USC edition. I mean, we've heard Washington, we've heard Oregon, we've heard Stanford, we've heard. Cal. I mean, it's, you know, that's, it, it'll be interesting and fascinating because I don't think the Big Ten would be an ideal situation with only two West Coast teams. Um, that said, um, you know, nothing surprises me. And it's the thing is if the Pac-12 can somehow rally and, and remain a, a viable option for those schools, I think they would prefer to do it. But I mean, without USC and UCLA, you take out the second biggest media market in the country in that conference. That that does change the dynamics drastically. All right. So, uh, and it looks as if, of course, without a without a media rights deal, and the Pac-12 has been struggling to find some kind of a deal that is w- relatively competitive with the other Big Four conferences, and that could be the linchpin that sends these schools scattered far and wide to new conferences, whether they want to leave or not, because they need more money to pay the bills, and the Pac-12 may not be able to deliver that. So, you look at the Big Ten men's basketball standings this morning. 
it looks to me as if Michigan State kind of got a raw deal in a variety of different ways, but certainly not playing that Minnesota game, as it looks to me, is going to cost them second place in the regular season. Is that the way you see it? Possibly. I mean, there's obviously a lot of things that are potentially could, could transpire. I mean, you know, let's say they w- would have won that game, which I don't think you necessarily can, watching what happened with Rutgers last night there, although it would have been a home game, which would have been a significantly different and better advantage for Michigan State. I mean, you would have been 12 and 8. Um, there could have been a number. I mean, right now there's one, two, three, four, five. Six. There's, there's six teams at, at 11 and 8 going into the last game. So, I mean, they could have shared it, you know, potentially, but I, I you know, I, the, their biggest thing right now is trying to get a double bye and somehow going from playing, you know, what yesterday or the day before seemed like uh, a definite that they would be locked into maybe the 8-9 game or whatever on Thursday. Now, with some of the upsets with, with Minnesota upsetting Rutgers and and the couple wins that, that we've seen, um, you know, Illinois beating Michigan. I mean, now all of a sudden, Michigan State's got a chance to get one of those four double buys and play on Friday, but a couple things need to happen over the, the course of the next few days, which I think is going to be a fascinating watch, um, fascinating weekend of basketball in, the, in a crazy year. Um, with the four seniors being honored tomorrow, I mean, those are the four that are mentioned on the uh, billboard or whatever you want to call it that's in the Breslin Center parking lot. Who do you think is a lock not to return, and do you think anybody is a lock to return, even though they're being honored tomorrow? And what about Joey Hauser? Hauser would be the one I think of that group that would probably be the least likely to return. He has the ability to do so. Uh, he got injured his senior year at, at Stevens Point in Wisconsin High School, and what he did then was graduate early and went to Marquette uh, to take advantage of rehabbing and took a redshirt year there. Plus, the NCAA, uh, I would think, would grant some clemency based upon their decisions to not allow him to play, give him eligibility immediately when he transferred in 2019-20 to Michigan State, and then the next year allowed everybody to transfer anytime, anywhere. So, um, but, you know, I think he's also at the point where, you know, he's going to have his master's degree and, you know, there are professional basketball options, but but the option exists. Um, I don't know necessarily if any of the the – Others that we, that we would talk about with, um, you know, you have Malik Hall, you have Tyson Walker, um, Jason Whitens, the former Western Michigan walk-on. Um, I don't know if any of those other guys, uh, Stephen Izzo, will be a senior, but he's already, I mean, his dad announced yesterday that he's coming back next year for a fifth year. So I think it's going to be a fascinating situation to kind of kind of monitor, uh, much like we did with Hauser last year. I mean, it's, Hauser walked on senior day last year. And it seemed like, well, he's heading out the door and, you know, last minute, you know, and I think it was in late April, early May, hey, he's coming back and he's having a fantastic senior year. So there's a blueprint for someone, particularly like a Malik Hall, to look at that and say, well, I can really boost myself and, you know, kind of get you know, shake the, the frustration of an injury filled year and, and come back for one more run. Uh, Walker, I think, would be an interesting one because, you know, he's obviously listed at six one. Probably plays a little less than that. Um, doesn't have necessarily the type of uh, sturdy physical build 
that you know that NBA teams would look for, but he's obviously got you know kind of a Kemba Walker like takeover ability. Um, so that's you know I, I'm I'm curious to see none, you know none of those guys said yesterday what they would plan on doing. Their their focus is getting on through the season, uh, but certainly the the options there for all of those guys to come back should they choose so. So, so there you go with that. Let me switch to football. Why has there been no formal announcement from Michigan State about football dates, spring games, spring practices, start time, all that stuff? I haven't seen anything. Have you seen anything? I haven't, but I think it, it probably is just a matter of time. I mean, it's not like they're just not going to have spring football, you know. Uh, so I think that, you know, we'll probably hear something. And I would imagine, it, you know, generally it begins in mid-March. Um, and usually they'll have... You know that that ends up being kind of the, the the first day ends up being leading into the the pro day for the the departed seniors and guys that are trying to impress NFL teams. So um, I would anticipate, yeah, we may even hear something today because um, it's obviously the early part of March. And you, know, you I, it, but it is interesting because you know I know people like to plan around the spring game and you know you know you got I think. I believe it's 15 practices, and usually one of them is a spring game, and I would imagine it'll be in oh, it'll probably be in April, mid to late April. So, um, but I, I would anticipate we'll hear something soon. Well, I would think so because usually these dates are all announced w- much earlier during the winter time. I mean, Michigan announced a long time back, and usually this is to facilitate the Big Ten Network trying to schedule as many of these, and they always usually carry Michigan State's wind up whatever you want to call it in the stadium live, but we don't have any dates that are publicly announced one way or the other. I mean, I guess I'm more curious about this because it certainly is not the norm from previous years, regardless whoever the head coach has been and so on and so forth. So uh, before I let you go and all that, uh, you, you got any thoughts either on the upcoming Big Ten tournament or NCAA tournament, or let's get through tomorrow and then go from there. I mean, honestly, with how crazy this this season has been, I mean, we at least know that there's a champion. Yeah, we got a champion now. Yep, we got a champion. You know, Purdue, Purdue looked like they were going to backdoor into that as well, and then until they came back last night. Um, boy, I mean, you know, I I think beginning of the year I said it was going to be a really tight race, and I said this could be a year where you have a five or six loss champion, maybe. Um, sure enough, we're right there. Purdue is fourteen and five, but what I didn't anticipate was that we would have so many teams in that log jam between nine wins and 11 wins. I mean, there's literally, and, and quite honestly, even beyond that, eight wins. You know, Ohio State's at 5-14, and 14 and Minnesota's at 2-16, and 16, but everybody else has won at least eight games in, in conference play this year, which is fascinating. I mean, most of them have held home court, but you've seen some games stolen, um, you know, that have, that have kind of, at times, Changed the race. Obviously, Purdue getting the win at Michigan State, and uh, you know a couple of the other ones. Northwestern getting the win at Michigan State as well has helped their cause. But it's going to be a fascinating tournament next week. And you know, I I literally go into this one thinking that anybody can beat anybody, uh, particularly after the way Minnesota came back last night. So watch out. We'll have a busy, fun weekend next next week, uh, Wednesday to Sunday. 
And then it's then it's time for the tournament, the real tournament. And then it's time for the NCAA tournament from there. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate your time this morning. Enjoy senior day tomorrow. You can read Chris Solari, of course, on a regular basis, covering Michigan State basketball and football in the Free Press and the Lansing State Journal. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, take care. Uh, on we go. Culligan Water Hotline is 340-263. Our email address is tim.stout at wilx.com. If you missed it earlier this morning, the Red Wings on this draft, or excuse me, on this trade day deadline in the NHL, it's 3 o'clock for the NHL. But Jakob, he calls himself Jakob. Jakob Vrana goes to the St. Louis uh, Blues for uh, Dylan McLaughlin, who's a minor league player and a, a future seventh-round draft choice. Uh, that's today. The Red Wings are retaining half his salary this year and half his salary uh, next year because he had one year left on his co uh, on his contract, which would be next year. So uh, they're doing that. That's not a huge surprise. Vrana didn't play last night, and everybody speculated, oh, oh Stevie's got a trade coming, and sure enough, he does. So whether there are any more moves by the Red Wings or 3 o'clock this afternoon. That's where the deadline is. Red Wings have lost four in a row. They play the Islanders in New York tomorrow. At twelve thirty, then do they go into Boston from there? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, the, uh, I'll look at. The, we'll we'll get to that later. All right, there. Uh, but but uh, whether or not this means that you know they say, hey, we can't win the Stanley Cup, so let's see. Five we, points out of a playoff berth now. So it's not as if that's out of the question by any no, sense of the imagination no, at all. No, not at all. But he, eiserman uh, has got a lot. Well, let's go to break and we'll talk about it later. More in just a moment. Culliga Water Hotline three hundred forty two sixty three. We'll check the emails too. We do have some emails in. Some are silly. Some are not. That more as we return on the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. City Limits in Mason. What a gathering place for people who've enjoyed bowling and just recreation and get-togethers for a number of years. And it's going hot and heavy and it's safe and sound. And you ought to see all the people in the parking lot who enjoy City Limits every single day. You can sign up for a bowling league for a special occasion seven days a week after a game or go watch games on the big screen TV. City Limits on Cedar Street in Mason. Everybody knows where it is and everybody loves it. You'll love City Limits Cedar Street in Mason. Two. Another big year is here at Pure Green Smith Tree. Visit puregreenlawn.net or call 703-1111 to get your quote for the new lawn program before the schedule is full. The new Lawn Plus program provides a soil test as a first step, taking lawn care results to a new level. Hey, hurry, don't miss out. Visit puregreenlawn.net or call 703-1111. What a great company. And for problems with trees, Pure Green Smith Tree to the rescue. Again, at 703 3-11-11. Doty Mechanical to serve you. You see those trucks everywhere. 327-7777 locally owned and operated. Heath Atkerson says we offer a full range of indoor air quality products for healthier living. A factory authorized carrier dealer. Offering a full range of maintenance services to ensure your equipment operates at peak efficiency, all while extending its life. As we like to say, experience the Doty difference, indoors or outdoors. Doty Mechanical 327-7777. We've got a high five to Greg Sinecropi and everyone who has built Arts Pub into an iconic location on Kalamazoo Street in downtown Lansing. It's a great game day hangout, serving a wide menu of pub grub and pizza, plus a shuffleboard table, dine-in or takeout, close is at 11 p.m. and the menu can be found online at artspublancing.com or call 977-1033. Serving all three labor shifts in the city with wonderful fare. Arts Pub, Kalamazoo Street. Have a great time there in Lansing. Where is the best place to get affordable office furniture in Lansing? It's the DBI Office Outlet. 
Hello, my name is Lucas Shaw, DBI Office Outlet Manager. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Longer with a Mediterranean cuisine. And now the menu has some wonderful new items they're all excited about. Chicken kafta, along with their Woody's burgers, gyros, fries, and a whole lot more. For all the information, the website, woodiesoasis.com, or call 351-2280. Woody's. Eat at Woody's, Trowbridge Road, East Lansing, and live longer. 2023 promises to be a wonderful year for Candy Ford in Charlotte, serving all the mid-Michigan area for years. John Dykstra says it's worth the drive to Lansing Road in Charlotte to visit Candy Ford. You'll find a new or used Ford car, truck, van, or SUV serving drivers for a number of years. You can shop online, okay? Go to CandyFord.net or go on in the showroom anytime, six days a week, all year. Law. 2023, a big year. You enjoy Candy Ford in Charlotte. It is always golf season at Michigan State's Forest Acres Complex. The pro shops have terrific closeouts on special apparel and merchandise, great for gift giving. Check the website at any time for the latest on golf activities. That's golf.msu.edu. Call 355-1635 for any information on tee times and availabilities and practice anytime in the heated stalls on the East Course. The 2023 season season will be better than ever. So always think golf is ongoing in MSU's Acres Golf Complex. For more than 80 years, MidMichigan has benefited from all those wonderful quality dairy stores. There's always one close to you. And as we like to say, it's always quality dairy time around MidMichigan in so many different ways. But convenience is number one. With fresh baked goods every day in the deli and a whole lot more for you. Pick up anytime you want. For the most sundry items you can imagine, it's always quality dairy with quality start to finish. We love quality dairy taking care of so many people throughout mid-Michigan. Deb Allerding is at MidMichigan Tax with her staff today. They're busy, busy, busy. The tax reporting deadline for 2022 is coming up April 17th, all right? Are you negligent? Are you worried you might do this wrong? You need somebody can help you forever. And she and her staff can do it, all right? Mid-Michigan Tax, get an appointment, 694-9545, 694-9545. And don't forget, uh, all of the statistics we give you, those are quality dairy stats. Quality dairy, more than 80 years young. The bakery's offering fresh delights every single day, especially during this Lenten season. Whenever you need something, either Lenten season approved or otherwise, or anything at any time, reliability is there for you at all of the quality dairy stores in mid-Michigan seven days a week. From the White Law PLLC Studios, Lansing's only sports station, The Game, 7.30 a.m. We are live in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Need a loaner while yours is being fixed. Joel Laird says we'll take care of that at 977-0955 at Driven Collision. I have a Pure Green Smith Tree breaking sports moment that is in this morning uh, that is an entirely different subject, but it has been... Uh, 
it, it, it's been finalized today. A committee recommendation in Indianapolis today was finalized. This is from the NCAA Football Rules Committee that has several legitimate proposals aimed at shortening college football games beginning this fall in the future. The Football Rules Committee finalized everything today in Indianapolis, okay? And now these recommendations go on to the NCAA Playing Rules Oversight Panel, whoever that is. They go there on April 20th. And if they're approved, these changes will come to college football, okay, in the, uh, in the coming season this fall. If approved, the game clock will continue to run when a first down is gained. Currently, when a first down is made, the clock stops until the play is reset, the chains are reset, and the ball is put into play. That would mirror the NFL. Uh, The game clock would continue to be stopped when a first down is gained, however, during the last two minutes of either half. Okay, then that's different than the NFL because the clock continues to run. Uh, on uh, on a completed pat well when you get a first down yeah. so that that is approved on April so that's a little 20th. different that means that in college games this fall when a first down is earned the game clock would continue except in the final two minutes of either half also teams would be prohibited from calling consecutive team timeouts that mirrors the NFL and penalties at the end of the first and third quarter would carry over and be enforced on the first play of the following quarter. Okay, I'm all right with that. So usually when those recommendations are suggested and approved by the Football Rules Committee, they are adopted. And the angle here is to speed these games up because they've been dragging on 3.30, 3.45, and so on and so forth. That's without overtime. Yeah, the, the network's a lot for three and a half hours for uh, college football games, three hours, basically, for uh, NFL games. I mean, the NFL was the first one to get into shortening games trying to hit three-hour windows. And for the most part, they do. Eh, but, well, well, they have tr- more trouble now with more throwing now, more incomplete well, passes. That, that's you got to complete more then, so well, the clock keeps going. Well, the thing is, the thing is now you got, uh, you know, you have a 1 o'clock window, and then you have a 425 window. Where games start at 4:25 if you, if it's a, a late game on Sunday. Now that would mean fewer. And by the way, the guy that's on the committee is Georgia coach Kirby Smart. Of course, his team what's a two-time defending national champion yep. now, and he approves that. I think most coaches would just as soon have fewer plays in these games. Fewer plays could mean fewer injuries, right? Mm, but nonetheless, not everyone would, agrees with but, that. But there'd be yeah. sure, well, if you got fewer plays, chances are there aren't as less many, of a chance to win. Well, there's. Or, Urban nothing, Meyer or less was, of a chance to lose. Urban Meyer, was he was against the... Uh, remember the timing rule changes they made, what, 15 years ago? Because uh, they made some changes to what it used to be. Uh, and uh, you, you didn't get as many... You I don't think don't the consecutive timeout things that big a deal, nor do I think the penalties it's at the, the end It's of, the mirror of the, I mean, the NFL are, rule. Those are small. To, the, but, yeah. but keeping the clock going after first downs, I mean, if you've got teams getting 20 first downs a game, that's 40, right? take out the last two minutes, I mean, you could be talking 30 first downs where 30 plays where the clock is running instead of being stopped. But is it going to go from three and a half hours to two and a half hours? I don't think, no, that's, I a, don't that, think so. that's I don't think that's a good thing. I don't, I don't think that'll... That, 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 no, you, it, I, they're hoping it's just subtle. 
in the way that it speeds up the game from these well, endless... We'll see if it passes. Uh, well, they think it will. I mean, the committee recommendations passed today in Indianapolis. Now they go to that whatever that panel is, and I don't know who's on it and whatever, but April 20th would be the next date of all that. And I don't think anybody would complain if college football games are sped up especially those that are in the stands from where they are, especially for night games. Because they're not going to take away the commercial breaks. They're not going to do that. They, those are insanely long. We complain about that all the time. That's what they really need to shorten, but that's not going to happen. Just isn't. In Lansing on the Culligan Water Hotline, Craig's on the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. Uh, you know, everybody has certain gauges of knowing when they're getting a little older. For Lyle... It's people on the highway are driving too fast. For me, it was when the life alert lady started looking pretty cute. I'm like, eh, she's not bad looking. I take her out for a cup of coffee, dust her off, get her off that, off that floor. But I'm calling today, actually, to talk about LIV. Um, I, I, I don't know. If, I, I forgot to talk about this the other day. Um, did you watch any of it last week? It was on uh, the local I saw ABC. the. Uh, I saw after I saw who was winning at uh, Honda, I turned over and I said, check CW, let's see if it's on. And it, when, when I tuned it in, it was Charles Howell on the final hole in, in his Bermuda shorts in Mexico, putting out and taking first place, and they were interviewing him on the postgame. And, uh, and then uh, he, I said, uh, you complain all you want, he just won $4.4 million. Well, that's the thing about it's kind of like I was reading an article that was that uh, Dan Olson did. Uh, there's something about him online, um, and he was talking about. There's a couple different stories, and he was talking about how, you know, it's not like uh, bonus babies. I think was his terminology, where you're going to get a shot in in uh, Major League Baseball. You know, golf's different. You got to earn your way on the tour. Well, here's the thing: when I turned it on, I didn't get the feel that there was any competitive spirit there because everybody was just, you know, hey, you get to play. I mean, don't you think at some point if they're going to keep this going and seriously consider trying to improve it, they're going to have like a corn fairy tour of the LIV so where, hey, you know what, you're going to get your money that we told you you're going to get, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to, you will have earned the right to be on the elite tour with all the best golfers. Because to me, that the feel of that golf was just like I might as well have been down at Kendon Park, um, which is a big park in Lansing, watching uh, – People just practice their iron game. It didn't really have the feel of the PGA seriousness, if you know what I'm saying. Well, I don't think it's going to look that way. Thanks, Craig. I mean, from I mean, I hear a million forecasts pro and con. The thing that I've noticed, though, is that the PGA Tour, however bad it, you know, it disses the LIV Tour, the PGA Tour has made radical changes yep. in its format. They have. And the latest, which came into the news this week, that, that some of its designated tournaments would have reduced fields to 75 players or so so that there's no cut. That's taking 80 players out of tournaments where they have the biggest purses. Why are those guys going to be happy with that? And what do you think motivated that? Uh, clearly, the LIV, LIV Tour motivated did. that yeah. one way or the other. The other thing I think will be interesting to see will the liv tour and i'm sure i'm sure as i'm sitting here is going after lpga players one way or another and the other thing which Olson predicted oh and create an liv tour for the women well that's po i suppose that, that's possible i mean do you think that how many of those women pros across the world they don't make nearly what the men pros make and, but is LIV interested in even doing that in the first place? Well, the, I don't know. I, uh, well, to, to, to what extent? 
I mean, are they willing to take, if you, you take the top 30 or 40 internationally and you have all the international events that LIV plays, then those the international women who are on the LPGA Tour wouldn't have to travel as much, play as much. Now, I don't know how that would all work out, but they say that's in their target lines is to go after the LPGA players. Uh, and, and let's face it, on the political front, what the Saudis are always criticized about human rights, and that yes. includes women. So if you yes. take women players, I mean, go figure out yeah, the rhetoric from there. With? I don't know. I don't know either. Other than the fact the word is they're going after you know some of the women pros around the world, certainly the best ones. And they're going to have decisions to make because the money they can be offered could clearly surpass what most of them make themselves. Stay tuned. Then the other issue is to me, which Olson predicted, if the four majors on the men's side all let the LIV players who are currently qualified into play, well, that's what they're all shooting for. Most of those guys could care less if they win the screen door open. But if they can win the Masters or play the Masters, U.S. Open, British Open, and PGA, and the PGA is letting them in. Yeah, which all, is different all, all from the PGA Tour. All four majors are letting them so in. So if that yeah. continues where the four majors are available to those guys, and the somehow, ones who are already qualified, and somehow that those guys that are on the LIV Tour can somehow maintain some kind of qualification for the four majors, then to me, somehow, some way down the road, you know, it's, it's but, some sort of a merger on the table. I, I, I don't think... Huh? If I would have had to do this over again, I've said this before, if I was the PGA, the moment Mickelson, and, I, and you know, he got traction when he won the PGA. Well, what, and remember, then he started complaining. Remember what Dan Olson said. Uh, he said after he won the PGA championship at almost 51 years old, Dan Olson said, Phil Mickelson basically said to everybody, screw it, I'm just going to go play for a lot of money. Well, and that's it. at that point, if, to me, if Mickelson would not have bolted, I don't think the LIV would have got launched. I think I agree. He, he was the linchpin. Yep. And the he moment, was the starting point. And, but his opening complaint sounded to me like he left open a window of opportunity for the PGA to change some of its policies, which I would have done. In other words, I would have called him in and and I'd have negotiated with him. Uh, or what, else do you, what do you want? They, you know, what, what do you well, want? I mean, you, you tell me. Do you represent? And I'd get all the. To me, the players' tours, not the commissioner and the sponsors. It's the players. Well, they have so a players' play, council now. So, yeah. what do you guys want? I mean, so Phil, what makes you? Well, how, how do we work this out? Because Mickelson's complaints were with this, a lot of the guards that the the players couldn't control in a lot of way their own destiny, and, and there was no LIV tour. There wasn't anything. It was in discussion, but nobody was in it. But when he went, to me, and then Greg Norman, he got involved with Greg Norman. He, but he and, needed Mickelson. Yes, without, oh, without, without, without Mickelson, I don't think any of those without other guys. Question. Know. Without and question, I, I think the PGA was very short-sighted by not bringing. Him him in, okay, because he's with the height of his popularity when he won the PGA, and his complaints did not have threats. His initially, right. initially, his complaints did not say, you know, either do this or we're all leave. He didn't say that. He said the PGA does this wrong, this wrong. And I thought, well, it's a lot of his peers must agree with that. Well, then it got nastier and yes. nastier and everybody drew a line in the sand and the PGA basically said screw you you know whatever you we're going to do it our way this is the way it is and if you don't like it then okay and so now look where we all are with this thing and I agree with Rory to the extent that most of the name guys are on the other side of their careers even though those guys at LIB have big names many of them it's a long shot they're going to win majors again they might have won even Dustin Johnson yeah I mean you know nobody can there's 
there's no guarantee Rory's going to win another major no. or Rom. There's no guarantee. Well, Rom's that. Rom's got one, even though he's playing in Scheffler. But we I don't mean, know. moving forward, you don't oh, know that. Yeah, we don't know. When they say the, oh, I think this guy's going to win. Well, maybe he will, but he's got to beat 150 guys to do it. Yeah. That's not easy to do, no matter how well you're playing and how good that you are. So. I, Look, I don't know the inner workings of how far the LIV Tour is going to fund itself, but they've increased to 14. I think, though, you know, I mean, what's uh, Olson said if the Masters capitulates and lets them play, which they're doing, yeah, because the other three fell right into line. So now what's going to happen moving forward? But I think where the problem the PGA is going to have is not with the LIV, it's within its own ranks. You're going to have half your players are mad at you because you can't play in the big events for the biggest purses because they want to eliminate the players like Ryan Brem. They don't want the unknown. And they say to keep the spots because Honda's getting out. Yes, they are. They're getting out after 40 years. I mean, the PGA can give you all the rhetoric it wants, but the reality of it is so there's another sponsor gone it's expensive to sponsor a PGA event and those sponsors want the biggest name players in the field for all the obvious so reasons. they're basically telling the PGA tour forget players 80 through 80 through 160 we don't care about them in the designated events right. because they're yielding to the sponsors the desires I got to ask Olson about that too because I, I can imagine what he's going to say because though he relates to the guys at the other end the guys the like P- Ryan Bremen yeah, Brian the guys Stewart. that are 80 to 156 or 200. Those are the guys that are affected. Yes, which is why I'm not necessarily for this. What's going to happen in 2024? It seems a little bit too radical. You don't want to completely crap on those guys. But the reality of it is with a number of these PGA Tour events, a lot of these fields are filled with guys that the public does not know. Any, it doesn't mean they're not good players. Right. But if you don't know who the, the star system is, what works at all this? I mean, ask, when Tiger Woods played at L.A., do you think more people watched TV? Of course they did. Yes, they did. Whether he wins or not is immaterial. He's in the field and they know who he is. Uh, I thought the con- the video, the TV on the uh, on the uh, LIV last. I thought it was confusing the way they the, that score bug they had was just confusing. You as know, hell. I, you didn't understand what was going on. If I was to recommend something though to the LIV. I would change their format, get rid of that team thing, because nobody understands it. It doesn't work. I don't think it works. Although I like the high flyers, because that's Mickelson and James Pyatt. <laughs> <laughs> They're the high flyers. <laughs> but it's too confusing. It's yeah. too confusing. Nobody cares. And I still think if people would relate more to Kepka, DeChambeau, and Mickelson, whatever, and they're all playing on Sunday afternoon to see who wins the first place, as opposed to the team thing, which to me makes no sense whatsoever. I, my biggest but, criticism of LIV is everybody's confused by the team concept. Well, uh, but are they going to be able to get official world golf ranking points? I have because no idea. it's because it's, it's again, it's only three rounds, and a lot of people don't like the shotgun start. They, no. think, it's too, they think that's really hokey, and I agree. Well, I mean, it is. The only thing is, because 54 that, holes is not a full tournament on the PGA Tour. But remember that's not now, a full if you go watch. You don't have to stay for 11 hours all day to watch everything. You're only there four hours because they're all playing at the same time. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Go to break. Come back. Calling Water Hotline is 342-63. Our email address is tim.stout at wilx.com. And we'll, we'll update everything on all of the girls' high school district basketball changes. There have been a number of time changes and postponements till tomorrow. If you have a question about one, call in and ask us, and we'll go ahead and pass that on as well. It's the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports.
Here's what's on tap today here on the game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Coming up at 12.15 on 12.40 WJIM, Michigan State women's basketball. They're playing Indiana in the uh, second round of the Big Ten tournament, The uh, actually the quarterfinals. Uh, Dalton Shetler will have that with Mandy Jones at 12.15. Uh, then at uh, 6.30 on 12.40 WJIM, it's MSU Hockey. They're at Notre Dame in game one of a best two out of three in the opening round of the Big Ten tournament. Here on WVFN at 1 o'clock, it's ESPN Radio. Then at 4, offensive-minded with Beanie Howland at 6 o'clock. A full three hours of the huge show. No high school basketball game tonight because of all the, the weather forcing all the time changes. Uh, so uh, that's what we got coming up tonight. And that's what's on tap. And uh, here on the game, 730 AM WVFN. Young or old, okay, male or female, you got some pains, you got aches, peak performance physical therapy is where you ought to start first. And they've got locations now in DeWitt, Mason, Westshire Drive in Lansing, and also Grand River Avenue in Okemos. 853-6800 is the number. Before you go through all those doctors and any of those surgeries, let their people take good care of you if they've done for so many people in the area. And hey, if you mention Stout on Sports when scheduling your evaluation, you receive a free gift when you come Come in for your first appointment. Peak Performance Physical Therapy. These are such exciting times for everyone associated with the iDevelopment Company, a factor in mid-Michigan success for years and years. Nathaniel Ide is here to tell us more about it. It's another big year, isn't it, Nathaniel? Thanks, Tim. Things are great. We're now known as iDevelopment. You can find us at iDevelopment.com. That's iDevelopment.com for any of your needs. It's for commercial, residential, industrial. In particular, look at downtown Lansing. We're seeing in our Naps building, we're seeing the, the Lansing Art Gallery has gone in, a, a new great place called Sweet Encounters, which is a gluten-free bakery that serves all sorts of different food and has cooking classes. You're watching the resurgence of downtown, and, and we want anyone who wants to be a part of it to come join us. I development and I.com. It's such a great company that has served mid-Michigan so well in so many ways for so many years. Remember, for help, iDevelopment serving you every day. In these uncertain times, two things are critical. Keeping costs down and your ability to communicate. The Antenna Men can install a new TV antenna and save you money by cutting the cord with cable and satellite. And Cell Signal Pros can install a cell booster to improve your in-home communications for increased cellular usage. Call the Antenna Men and Cell Signal Pros seven days a week. Watch TV for free with the Antenna Man. The Antenna Man. The WVFN High School Basketball Player of the Week is brought to you by Wayne Lacey and Shea Mac Mortgage, by Doubting Industries, and by the Greater Lansing Sports Authority. This week's winner is Janet. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
Just off Okemos Road. Ed Giles got it. It's easy to find. You park right in front. It's clearly marked. 349-7300 with any questions. ASAP printing. All right. If you need signage for getting your people back to work, Florida Cal's informational posters, yard signs, banners, all that because of the pandemic or anything. That's ASAP printing where no job is too big or too small in Okemos. You're seriously thinking of updating your home inside or out. Okay. From personal experience, we fully endorse custom built design and remodeling in Okemos. They added a massive deck to our home earlier this year. We offered them a video praising the quality of work and the entire experience. Online, go to custombuilt.com or call them at 881-9871. Get an appointment for whatever interests you. This company of Michael Flory is fabulous. We totally recommend them to help you. Custom built design and remodeling in Okemos. Hey guys, if you're looking to make a serious impression with anybody, there's only one place to go and that's Aussie Jewelers. And we've searched high and low to find the absolute best jewelry store for our listeners. Ozzy is the place. They've been all over the globe to find the greatest in jewelry trends and the best watches money can buy. And there's one thing you'll get at Ozzy that you won't get anywhere else. Local Lansing service. Ozzy Jewelers, just north of Frandor. You'll love it. Ozzy Jewelers, the official jeweler of Stout on Sports. You never go wrong when you shop Ozzy. Brookshire Inn and Williamson says today's a big day. All-you-can-eat fish fry. It's the Lenten season, right? Okay, all-you-can-eat fish fry and prime ribs added to the Friday menu from 4 o'clock to closing. That's a Brookshire Inn and Williamson. They've been packed night after night after night. Make your special occasion. They're looking for a gardener, too, for the coming season. Are you a gardener? Wants a good job? Dave will talk to you at Brookshire at 655-4694. John and Jan Munn are the realtors who get results in this market. And believe me, have they been huge busy in the last couple of years. It's a busy time in real estate. You need the best to represent you. John's cell phone, 881-6623. Jan's cell phone, 282-6781. The Game, 730 AM. Streaming the best and nonstop sports talk now for all of Lansing and the free Game 730 AM app. Tap, tap, tap in today. On we go, live from the Driven Collision Studios. And among the stories we are following today are schedule changes in championship games of the girls' high school state basketball tournament. I've got this correct from Brock. The only area game originally scheduled for 7 o'clock tonight that is still at 7 o'clock tonight is, and that's only because we have not been clarified yet, That's right? correct. That would be Saint Portland-St. Patrick playing at Fowler against Fowler in the Division IV uh, district championship up there. Fowler, the defending, two-time defending Division IV state champions. All the other games, and there are mm, nine games involving area teams in the immediate uh, area. All of whom have moved their scheduled 7 o'clock time either to earlier today or on tomorrow. Correct. Grand Ledge DeWitt, Division I at Waverly. That's been moved up to 5.30 this afternoon. Holt, and Jackson Northwest at Mason High School Division One. That's been moved to tomorrow night, six o'clock at Mason High School. Ionia is playing Portland in Division Two at uh, Lakewood High School. That's been moved up to 4:30 this afternoon. Olivet is playing at Vicksburg in Vicksburg. 
that's Division Two. That's moved, been moved to tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Hazlitt and Lansing Catholic down in uh, Eaton Rapids. That's been moved to tomorrow at 1 p.m. Stockbridge against Springport. That's at Leslie High School. That's been moved up to 5 o'clock this afternoon. Paloma Westphalian Ovid Elsie playing at Bath High School. That's been moved back to 1 p.m. tomorrow. Langsburg against Dansville at Dansville Division Three. That's been moved back to tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And I just mentioned Fowler in Portland St. Pat's. Still on tonight, Friday, 7 o'clock, unless we hear something before we get off the air. All right, and also tomorrow, previously scheduled at 5.30 at Suburban Ice East Lansing, is the State High School Division I quarterfinal hockey game between Lansing's Capital Center, as a capital, what is it, Capital City Capitals, uh, against Grand Rapids Forest Hill Central. That's still up. That's the quarterfinal in Division I in hockey. That's at 5.30 And if tomorrow. you're looking on the website, the MHSA website, it will say DeWitt. That's what it, it will says say. DeWitt. That's yes. correct. DeWitt it's, is, yep. you have to have a host school. DeWitt's the host school. DeWitt's, I don't know what they got, four players, something like something that. Something like that. Out of the six yeah. uh, high schools represented with players on the Capital City roster. So there you go. Uh, next week, of course, we are observing uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday the 30th anniversary of Stout on Sports. We're having giveaways. A number of our sponsors have provided us with wonderful giveaways. So each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, at the end of the show, the callers Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday will have some terrific giveaways. Uh, and they're probably the best ones we've ever had culminated Excuse me. Uh, on Wednesday, we're giving away a round trip for two on Avello Airlines between Lansing and Orlando. You have to use it by June 30th, and that will come from everybody who called Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We'll just throw them all together in the pot and draw names out Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. That one is involved in the Wednesday giveaway. Um, and then also next Wednesday, amongst our sponsors, uh, we thank Dominic Magaldi at Sparty's Coney Island in Frandor. They will continue Tuesday with our half-price conies. That's every Tuesday at Sparty's Coney Island, and they, they, they're open until 2 p.m. But then Wednesday up till 2 p.m. when they close, everybody's uh, bill when you check out uh, next Wednesday only at Sparty's and Frandor. Uh, you mentioned either congratulations out on sports, whatever, something to that extent. You get 30% off your bill that day next Wednesday only at Sparty's Coney Island and Frandor. That's 1% for each of our 30 years that are on the air. So we're, we're just going to have fun with it all next week, and there will be other things to develop. We do have some unique guests, special guests that you haven't heard very much from over all 30 years, and who knows what else we'll reminisce about next week. Uh, but that's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday next week. If we make it. If we make it to Wednesday. We always kind of claim we're day-to-day. -day. Yeah, exactly. And as the saying goes with this drivel, you can understand why day-to-day -day you never know uh, how much further the whole thing will do before the whole thing collapses. But then next week, of course, we get started with the Big Ten Men's Tournament, the regionals of the Girls' State Tournament, the districts of the Boys' tournament and there are a number of other college conference tournaments that are on next week as well so oh yeah and for whatever reason the women take a I mean they just kind of go into hibernation about why they don't have their pairing show before the men do yeah, and because have it next still, week because there's still uh, conference tournaments going on next week that's why which is a little goofy but it, it is, is what it, it is because the, uh, the big 10 teams get uh, they can all go they on get vacation. a week off 
and they can all go on vacation for a week because you don't hear from them for a week till the uh, they announce their own NCAA tournament uh, pairings. John Rahm struggling today at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Three over That's today. That's impossible. Yep, through 15. Pierre Green Smith, three breaking sports moment. He's at four under par right now. He's got three holes to play. Kurt Kitayama is four under on the day. He was one shot behind Rahm after the first round. He's now three shots clear of the rest of the field. He is four under through 12 today, nine under par total score. He's ahead of Xander Shoffley, Adam Scott, Corey Connors. Ryan Brem shot three over 74 to, uh, yesterday. 75, didn't he? No, I'm, you're right. Yep, three over 75, and he will uh, tee off here in a half an hour. So if uh, he's going to have to shoot a good round to make it into the uh, weekend at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, the, the Bay Hill Invitational. I mean, he made the cut last week at Honda and finished 14th and won 136000 bucks. Yep. And my sense is he could use it, too, uh, one way. We, you know what? Uh, we may just uh, just uh, next week, just because uh, it, he's such a popular guy. we got to have Dan Olson. Uh, have Olson on and get caught up, because I'm interested to hear what he has to say about all the rank-and-file guys on the PGA Tour that are getting cut out of the big events with no cut. And his thoughts on the broadcast of the first LIV event. I'm sure he'll have thoughts on that. I mean, we could have done that today. Nah. But uh, next but week would be better. But it's kind of a basketball hockey week, you know, all the way around. Uh, Michigan State's hockey team bust yesterday at 2 o'clock to South Bend. So they got there. Then they practiced last night in the Notre Dame rink. Yep. So uh, I don't know exactly how all the TV works out tonight. I, I mean, the Big Ten Network's got the women's basketball Well, tournament. Fox Sports 2 has it. Fox Sports 2 has Michigan and, and, State and, and Notre Dame. Hey, but but who's got Wisconsin, Michigan? If anybody has Wisconsin, Michigan, I, I don't know you if anybody have, has. I think it's his website. You got to go to what Big Ten Plus or, or whatever. Big Ten Plus, yeah, uh, something like that. So this is a best two out of three, okay? And then uh, Michigan State, more than likely, if it survives Notre Dame, would have to play its one game semifinal a week from tomorrow at Minnesota. That's no easy test. Six thirty or nine o'clock a week from tomorrow. We'll worry about that. I would guess wins. it'd be 9 o'clock just because Minnesota's the host school. That gets everybody in there early. Unless there's upsets. We'll so, see. Uh, so, uh, but, but, you know, at any rate, we'll have, to, we'll have to see about that. The Red Wings made a deal today. Okay, they sent another player packing, Jakob Vrana. To St. Louis. For, for a draft pick. For a future seventh-round pick and minor league player, Dylan McLaughlin, who they loaned back, actually, to the Blues AHL affiliate. I didn't know you were allowed to do that. So do we know if we're carrying the Red Wings Islanders game at 12 tomorrow? We don't know. Tomorrow? Depends on what Michigan State women do. If Michigan State women's basketball wins tomorrow, uh, we mean will, wins today. Did I say tomorrow? I meant, yeah, wins today. They will play tomorrow here on WVFN at 2.15 uh, Well, then that would knock the Red Wings out because you got the Michigan Wings. State men's basketball on WJIM AM 1240. That, that's correct. And uh, MSU hockey, regardless of what happens, will air at 4 o'clock tomorrow on 1240 WJIM. And um, But if Michigan State women's basketball loses today, then we will have the Red Wings game during the day and the Pistons game. Uh, they're playing tomorrow night against Cleveland. On the road, I believe. So the Spartan women who beat Indiana in December in the Breslin Center, and Indiana's 26-2. and It lost at the buzzer this last weekend at Iowa after looking like they might have had that one. And they were ranked number two in the nation. Now they're ranked number four, I believe, in this week's AP poll. We have guests coming up in hour number three. We have your calls. We'll get you caught up. Uh, looks like college football's rules are going to change uh, as of April 20th for the coming fall. No timeouts on first downs anymore. 
anymore except for the final two minutes of each half. That's the major of three changes that have been proposed likely to be adopted. And is there credibility to the latest reports today that the Big 12 is ready to pounce on Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State because the Pac-12 has until the end of the month to get a new media rights deal, which is a, a hugely difficult. And if those four go... That leaves six, and who amongst those six end up in the Big Ten? That and more when we return on the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Michigan News Network. I'm Beth. Game held at the Victoria Skating Rink. Prior to the move indoors, ice hockey was a casual outdoor game with no set dimensions for the ice and no rules regarding the number of players per side. Lansing Sports Station. The game. 7.30 a.m. Get 11% off your next remodel with new cabinetry from Menards. Renovate your kitchen with new cabinets from Cardell. They offer a wide selection of cabinets to choose from. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the third and final hour of the Sparrow Stout on Sports, starring Tim Stout on The Game, 7.30 a.m. Phone lines are open now on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-342-63, or you can send Tim an email at tim.stout at wilx.com. Let's get back to the show. Here's the Dean of Mid-Michigan Sports, Tim Stout. Hour number three this morning is brought to you by Capital Region International Airport. And as we like to say, whenever you can do it, fly Lansing first, featuring nonstop flights on Avello Airlines Lansing to Orlando. We're giving away two of you round trips on our anniversary next Wednesday, 30th anniversary. You can go to AvelloAir.com. They have discount flights, Lansing, Orlando. And you can Google Apple Vacations and see all the nonstops you can find there and back from Lansing to the Caribbean. On we go, our number three, Culligan Water Hotline is 342.63. A bit Brack didn't know. Another significance to tomorrow's Michigan State Ohio State game. What's this? What's that? Tomorrow's game between Michigan State and Ohio State marks the final Big Ten sports game telecast live on ESPN. Yeah. It's the for, fi- the for the time being, yeah. At least until the end of the next contract, yeah. Tomorrow is the final ESPN telecast of a Big Ten sporting event. 
The Big Ten's new deal goes into effect after that, and that'll involve Fox, uh, extended Fox, NBC Channel 10, Big Ten primetime football next fall. Yep, CBS. Because, this, uh, because the Big Ten tournament is not on ESPN, and of course the NCAA tournament is not on uh, ESPN. The Big Ten tournament championship games on CBS. Yeah, the semis and the finals are on CBS, yeah. And so there are stories in the news this morning, and they talk about how the unravel between the Big Ten and ESPN began at a meeting on April 30th, 2004, mm. when then-Big Ten Commissioner Jim Delaney was negotiating a new deal with ESPN. And as it says here, uh, the ESPN's lowball offer in 2004 triggered the Big Ten Network expansion from the commissioner. As he wrote, an amiable session in which the Big Ten and ESPN cleaned up household uh, housekeeping matters, schedules and announcers, took a nasty turn at the one-hour mark that day. That's when talk turned to a contract extension between the Big Ten and ESPN, a negotiating session that went nowhere fast. Delaney told the Chicago Tribune it was the shortest one I ever had. ESPN lowballed us and said, take it or leave it. If you don't take our offer, you're rolling the dice. I said, consider them rolled. Delaney had warned ESPN officials that without a significant rights fee increase, he would try to launch a brand new channel and call it the Big Ten Network that would post competition both for TV viewers and the Big Ten's inventory of games, and the concept of the Big Ten Network came to be. Uh, and so there you go. As Jim Delaney's baby, the Big Ten Network. Delaney says in years later, if the guys from ESPN had presented what I considered a fair offer, we would have signed it that day, and there never would have been formed the Big Ten Network. Mm. So there you go. You're wondering how it all happened. It was We when, eventually find out the whole truth of, uh, uh, after everything's over with. I don't think, well, the Pac-12's going through this right yes, now. Yes, they are. The and, the big, and the big, and to a lesser extent, the Big 12. I the mean, ACC as well. I mean, ACC's uh, trying to figure out how to get more money in the television. To me, the issues of today mirror what has gone on in the governance of big-time college sports. It is not the colleges dictating what they want to do. It's the colleges begging and demanding from the television sources as much revenue as possible to pay the bills of burgeoning budgets that don't seem to be under any legitimate control whatsoever, that continue to go out of whack between the cost of facilities, the staffs that enlarge, uh, coaches of the biggest sports and their salaries, name, image, and likeness revenue that has got to be produced, and on and on and on it goes. And where it stops, I guess nobody knows. But as we mentioned earlier today, when you look at some of the news stories from The Athletic that says that the Big 12 is ready to pounce at the end of this month, if the Pac-12 commissioner cannot find a rights deal that will solve the problems of the remaining Pac-12 schools, there are 10 left with Southern Cal and UCLA gone. And The Athletic mentions the four schools the Big 12 is desperately thinking that they've got them where they want them because it will come down to a money deal. If you want the cash, you got to come with us. Otherwise, you're left to your own devices with whatever you can cough up out of the Pac-12. And it does not appear... 
is if there are many takers for Pac-12 broadcast rights to the level that comes close to what the Big Ten and the Southeastern Conference are getting. And could we be down to the not the Power Fives? But the power fours. Yeah, because the Big 12 is is going to get back to 12 teams here in another couple of years because they're taking, what, Cincinnati? They're taking Cincinnati and three other schools. I can't remember who, after Texas and Oklahoma leave in a year or so. Yeah, well, I mean, then, then you're down to a power four. Big 10, Big 12, SEC, ACC. That's what, uh, that's what it potentially could happen. I mean, I, I mean, I, one of the, to me, one of the greatest turning points in American history was not the creation of television. It was the creation of cable television. Mm. Because with, with, with over-the-air television, you had three networks plus PBS. You didn't have room for... Before, before Fox in 1987, yeah. You didn't have room for all these games, uh, all these sports to be put on the air, including the pros. You know, remember when uh, TBS was formed and the Atlanta Braves and the Chicago Cubs went on with all those daily games, the thought was the... Oh, the Cubs on WGN, yeah. Giving away all those games for free will come back to haunt the franchises because people will not go to the games because of the oversaturation. And frankly, now every single major league game somewhere in the world is on TV. Because, yeah, WGN in the Chicagoland area was over the air, free. And WTBS, before it went national, TBS was over the air, free. Even Doc says to me, so does this mean that these Bally Sports and these regional sports networks, what happens if they go out of business? I said, you tell me. If you don't pay the bills, then what happens? But then, uh, at any rate, uh, stay tuned to that. We have a Pure Green Smith pre-breaking sports moment, and this is no shock whatsoever. The final domino has fallen for the last area girls' high school game that was still on for 7 o'clock tonight is now being moved. Fowler and Portland St. Patrick in Division Four at the new gymnasium at Fowler High School. That has been moved to 1 p.m. tomorrow. So Fowler and Portland St. Pat's will play for a Division Four district title tomorrow at 1 p.m. at their brand-new gym that they just opened a couple of weeks ago. Like you said, not a shock at all. No. Uh, it hasn't started snowing yet, and it's not supposed to until late afternoon. And before we get off the air at 1 o'clock, I'll go over the schedule again for the nine area games that are going on this weekend. Uh, I'll, again, I'll mention it before we get off the air. I remember having breakfast with <coughs> the Michigan State Athletic Director Mark Hollis. Uh, he had just taken over as Athletic Director, and we were having breakfast in town. And so, now, geez, this was 15 years ago. Well, I remember when the Big Ten Network had been announced, and this was in the spring, and it was coming in the fall. In 07, yeah. And he said to me, I'm not, con- and he's pretty good at this stuff, he said, I'm not convinced it's going to work the way they say it's going to work. Uh, and, and, and there were rough spots. If you recall, then Commissioner Jim Delaney could not get the Big Ten Network cleared on all the cable systems. Because oh, everybody was a huge problem. Everybody wanted their share of the cash. Everybody wanted their share. And this and, is before streaming. Streaming really wasn't around back, I mean, now, back in 2007. You have the NFL Network, the Tennis Network, you have Golf Channel, you have the Major League Baseball Network, you have the NHL Network. NBA TV. You have NBA TV. You have everything has been fractioned down a little bit over and above all of the regional sports networks. I mean, how you can... Pi- I get a kick out of the Big Ten Network when it puts out a news release and gets all excited because somebody's volleyball match or wrestling meet drew 350,000 viewers, which any place else would would would, would uh, you know produce immediate cancellation because the audience is so small but that would be a record this all comes up today because very quietly and whether ESPN will make any reference tomorrow to so long 
thanks for the memories and best wishes in the future to the Big Ten Conference simply remains to be seen. And what happened was during the rights negotiations, the Big Ten, and I don't know who it was that negotiated, but got smart enough like the NFL, and instead of negotiating with just one network, Fox, let's bring in some of the others, and NBC got involved, and, and NBC will now have on Channel 10 this fall primetime Big Ten football. Yeah, Noah Eagle, e Ian Eagle's son, and Todd Blackledge is leaving ESPN to go to NBC. They're going to do Saturday night, and Maria Taylor, who hosts Football Night in America, will host a uh, Football Night in America-inspired show from 7 to 8 o'clock, or 7 to 7.30, that's to be determined. But, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. So... And of, course, CBS, and, of course, CBS now has a portion of it as well, which is good news for Gary Danielson. they've got the 3.30 game, NBC's got the 7.30 game, and the noon game's on Fox. And then the Big Ten Network is also in there at the same yeah. time. Everybody's going to be seen somewhere on four different networks. Big Ten, Fox, CBS, and NBC. And remember, CBS... Well, uh, CBS, uh, be, they, have the SEC, they have the SEC for one more year, so how they're going to figure that out... And I can stay tell tuned. you, uh, Channel NBC has not told us what games we're getting yet because we're all everybody's. I mean, they're uh, just everybody's bracing. They're in the blocks waiting oh, to yeah. go sell the advertisers, yeah. either Michigan or Michigan State. And to that end, how much control is NBC going to get of getting the best teams and the best games between Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State? Those are the three blockbusters for television numbers. All right, until, Michigan, um, Ohio State, and Penn State. Until 2024 when USC and UCLA join. Well, when yeah. they join, and, and what's the format going to be? East-West, who knows? You know, and to remember, be determined. a 7.30 game on NBC that involves Southern Cal or UCLA as a home game, that's only 4.30 on the West Coast. All right, so that's an afternoon game, a late afternoon game there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, look, I mean, you, you wonder how they're trying to speed the game up. And the rules committee, like Brock said, realize, I don't know that we can shorten the commercial inventory. Even We're though I have to shorten the game itself. Even though guys like you and I just scream for it because it's four minutes in between each quarter, which is insane. I don't know exactly how this is all going to play out with new networks because they're all going to try to do something different. But... Uh, and and the question is, does will ESPN regret that it lost the Big Ten? Now, what they've got the Big Twelve, right? The ESPN's got the Big Twelve. They've they've got college sports. ESPN does. They've got the ACC because they, they the run ACC. the ACC network, the SEC. And the, yeah, they do have that. Yeah. But everybody, but they they just said they thought the the price tag was simply too high. And and who am I to tell them they're wrong? We'll find out. I can't out. tell them they're wrong. Yeah. I mean, these rights fees are absolutely astronomical, which is why that in turn goes to the cable and subscription channels, which in turn goes to the consumer. So you're paying down the road for all those rights fees. That eventually goes to someone. That's why my cable bill at the moment is three hundred and three dollars a month. Oh, mine's a hundred. Mine's a hundred and twenty now, and I'm I'm considering going to uh, cutting the cord and going to, going That's to streaming. That's why you want Mike Heinze and the antenna men here so they can put that antenna in one time. Now, you don't get everything, but you get 60 of them, okay? And then you never have to pay that again, which to me, that's why his company's going to keep growing because of people who, as they say, the streaming services may want to cut the cord. And young people don't even want to start the cord in the first place one way or the other. All right, that is in tomorrow's Michigan State, Ohio. There'll be a moment of silence tomorrow for ESPN. It's their final Big Ten live telecast for who knows, forever or at least for years to come. You're listening to the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. 
Culligan Water of Lansing. Have you tasted Culligan Water of Lansing? If you haven't tasted Culligan Water of Lansing, you're missing something. And to that support, Craig Prang from Culligan. Craig? Yeah, thanks, Tim. You know, uh, let's talk about uh, drinking water for a minute, as long as you're talking about the taste in water. Um, we have the new Aquacentral RO systems. They are fabulous because we can tailor make a drinking water system um, right to your water, whether you have any uh, barium, chromium, nickel, lead, aluminum, zinc, sodium, pesticide, herbicide, nitrates, you name it, anything like that in the water, we can tailor fit a specific drinking water unit uh, for your home. Uh, it'll give you purified water and it'll take essentially everything out of the water that's in the water. It leaves very little. Uh, you can rent them, you can buy them. Give me a call, I'll be happy to come out, talk to you about it. Uh, I promise I'll make it easy for you. Yeah, it is easy at 393-1900. Culligan Water is one of the great companies in our area, successful for years because it takes care of its customers. They'll take care of you, 393-1900. Here's a question. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Well, now is the perfect time. Working for Dean Transportation contributes to the success of our schools and community. Dean Transportation is looking for caring, upbeat, and professional people to join our family business. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. Go to DeanJobs.com to apply and learn more. No experience needed. Apply now and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. That's D-E-A-N-J-O-B-S.com. Bull Janitorial is red hot these days. Tough days for all of us. They clean commercial and industrial properties and absolutely clean those properties to the whisker. They provide emergency cleanup services. They're accepting new customers, but they do have a bit of a waiting list, okay? They have a large supply chain that protects customers. They never run out of things like toilet paper, cleaning products, things that customers rely upon. Try Bull Janitorial to make your workspace, your company, neat and clean every day. Penn Station East Coast Subs. Are you ready for March Madness? You want the best dining anywhere for all those special games? Two locations across from the Lansing Mall and Clippert Street for Andor. There's always a special every month. How about the Reuben Sub for March? That may be the best special in my opinion about the mall. From Mark and Cheryl Kellogg, they say, hey, catering, carry out whatever special occasion you have. There is no menu for subs like you'll find at Penn Station East Coast Subs. Clippert Street Frandor and across from the Lansing Mall. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
classic and creative cheesesteaks, plus Greek fare that you'll enjoy. For dine-in or take-out, friends get together. Before and after Michigan State events, the campus is nearby. Open at 11 a.m. each day. Get the menu online at SteakhousePhilly.com. 337-2210. What a wonderful place you'll enjoy anytime. Steakhouse Philly. Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan, dedicated to serving this state and only Michigan. Founded in 1949 by Michigan farmers, members of Michigan Farm Bureau, who wanted an insurance company that worked as hard as they did, gave honest service, cared about Michigan's future. More than 800 associates to serve you, nearly 450 agents over all regions of Michigan, prepared to protect you from the risks of everyday life. Check out the ratings and you'll find that you always win with Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. When the yellow tags go up, the prices come down. The Shaheen Yellow Tag Sales Event has vehicles priced to sell. This 2018 certified Equinox was $20,000, now it's eighteen eight. This 2020 Silverado was $45,000, now just $39,000. This 2018 Trax was $16,700, now it's just $14,900. This certified 2020 Traverse was $31,000, now just $29,500. Save big at the Shaheen Yellow Tag Sales Event. The iconic Coral Gables Restaurant on Grand River Avenue in East Lansing, more than 90 years young, with so many loyal customers so pleased that Coral Gables has survived the pandemic and is bigger and better than ever. Catering, carry-out, employment opportunities, all of that at 337-1311. And the fish fries are spectacular on Friday night. When you've got some time to spare with friends and family, you know what the history's been like around that restaurant just east of the campus Grand River Avenue. You'll always enjoy Coral Gables Restaurant East Lansing. Big days today and tomorrow at Leading Edge Golf on Jolly Road across from Okemos High School. Today is Ping Demo Day at Leading Edge Golf. All the ping equipment is in there. Tomorrow, Callaway is in for a demo day. These are the final demo days of the winter season at Leading Edge Golf. You don't need a reservation, but they recommend it at 349-7274, so you'll have room on the Trackman machines to go hit those clubs at the best courses, all right? Everything for the retailer, okay, for the, for the golfer in retail from the Leading Retail in the area. Leading Edge Golf, Joe Perry's creation across from Okemos High School, 349-7274. Lansing Sports Station, the game, 7.30 a.m. From the White Law PLLC Studios. On we go live in the Driven Collision Studios before I get to my thing. What do you got, a mild, pure green smith tree breaking sports moment? This is the courtesy of uh, my buddy Myron Metcalf of ESPN. Rick Giles of the Gazelle Group that runs the College Basketball Invitational, one of your favorite tournaments, the CBI. You love the CBI. I love the CBI. Tell, I, tells, I put a bracket sheet out in the office, everybody signs no, up. No, no, that's because you made me follow this because yeah. y y y we, we know how you are. It's the best tournament. Rick Giles of the Gazelle Group that runs the CBI tells ESPN that the organization is, quote, evaluating Detroit Mercy, 14 and 19 on the season, as a possible participant, which would allow Antoine Davis to continue his pursuit of Pistol Pete Maravich's all-time scoring mark. He needs three more points to tie it, four more points to pass it. I'll get into that in a moment because it's a classic. Go on. Uh, well, what I'm finding out about the Indiana-Michigan State women's game, which starts here in a couple of minutes, is the fact that when Michigan State beat Indiana, I was gone then. 
And Michigan State beat them here in December, and they were it was what, a close game, like four, five, twenty-six points, and one. Yeah, and they lost here. But what I didn't know till just now that Indiana's All Big Ten best player, first team All Big Tener Grace Berger, did not play in that game. Well, she's back today, so whether that makes a big impact, and she's good. Well, she's first team All Big Ten. Yeah. All right, yep. so she will play when Indiana and Michigan. And you know, we'll keep you up to speed. The thing's on WJIM AM twelve forty, but it's, it's also on, right on the now. Big Ten Network. So yep. we'll do that. We'll do our part here to keep you up to speed to that. But my oldest from St. Pete, uh, Tom says, because uh, I was talking about Big Ten football coming to Channel Ten and NBC. Yes, he says. You could also remind people that on WILX-TV Channel 10 Sunday at 12.30 is the IndyCar St. Petersburg Grand Prix from beautiful downtown St. Pete, Florida. And the classic to that is, is we were going to go, we were going to get some friends together and go visit down there this weekend. But we're visiting down there in a couple of weekends on Avello Airlines. I'll see you on the Avello Airlines. So you're flight. not going to miss any shows, you're just, but you're going to be gone for a couple of... I'm missing one show. Uh, when? Two weeks. Uh, we're going to Velo Lansing, Orlando. Fly Lansing first, and okay. then we're in St. Pete just for the weekend with some friends down there. We got one weekend that you know that we're down there. Oh, so who's going to do the show? Because uh, I haven't got that far. Okay, because that's going to be one of the weeks. That's yeah. one of the nine to noon shows. Yes. Uh, thank you for because that leads me into yes. We are the home once again of the MHSAA girls and boys basketball finals. Uh, the th uh, not next week, but the following two weeks. Stout on Sports will be 9 to noon, the Thursday and Friday. Not next week, Thursday and Friday, but the two following weeks. The girls in two weeks, the boys in three weeks. And then March 23-24, that Thursday, Friday, those are 9 to noon with the boys semifinals, and those are our traditional Farm Bureau Insurance High School tournament shows. Because the state, because the state semifinals, the afternoon session begins at 12 noon, so we will... Uh, we will uh, get on the air an hour early. Well, anyway, so that. the reason we didn't go down this weekend is you said, well, you know, it's going to be kind of crowded down here with the St. Pete Grand Prix. And I'm not a Grand Prix guy like you are. You're a Grand Prix guy. Not, not really. You, you, you want to talk about an organization that kind of messed everything up? Remember when CART and uh, the uh, Indy Racing League split up in the mid-90s? Hasn't been the same since, I mean, since, I'm going to be it? curious to see how they do that because the streets of St. Petersburg, Florida, to me, do not necessarily lend themselves to that kind of an event. But they've had it there for a while. And because uh, their streets downtown are not like the other major thoroughfares like Detroit and so on and so forth. Because the Detroit Grand Prix, you know, is off Belle Isle and going back downtown this year. Well, at any rate, uh, NBC Channel 10 will be the ones that go ahead uh, and are carrying that. What did he say on Sunday? This Sunday. Yeah, because it debated which weekend are we going to be able to go do all it's this a, sort of it's thing. It's the first race of the IndyCar season. And we avoided this weekend because of the St. Pete Grand Prix was there. Probably a good move. So maybe that was a good move all the way around. So uh, before we get off the air, we will get every single 7 o'clock. Mid-Michigan Girls High School District Championship game has been moved, all right? There are a couple that'll, that are still on the day but are earlier in the afternoon uh, to avoid the possibility, of course, of having to drive through the slush and the snow and the rain and the wind and whatever is, whatever's coming. I never know anymore exactly what it's going to be. We'll I didn't know that Grace Berger was gonna, it did not play in game one. I didn't know that. Okay. She's very good. Okay. I, mean, she, I would list her, frankly, as the second bet that I've seen in the Big Ten behind Iowa's Caitlin Clark. And by the way, if you're watching on Friday night and you haven't seen anything, go watch Iowa play. They're, they're playing. Oh, they got Purdue. <laughs> they're playing tonight. Are they going to hang one on the boilers? They are going to hang one on the boilers. And she in, in front of that crowd, just wait till you. Well, Brock's seen her play. 
You've uh, seen Caitlin her. Clark? Yeah, you've uh, seen I've her. Se- I haven't seen her as much as you have, but I've seen her play enough. She's I'm a groupie. I'm like a groupie. I mean, when she's on, I watch. Let the record show that Tim said that and not me. I made Doc into a groupie. Like I said, there's number 22. You'll know her when you see her. Yep. Okay? You'll know her when. I mean, I'm hoping that Iowa and Illinois get to the final Sunday night. Because then Sunday night, I might have Game 3 Michigan State-Notre Dame hockey. I got a little Iowa-Indiana Iowa, women's. And the last time they played, it went right to the wire. And it was a buzzer beater that yep. ended it. She yep. hit it. Yep. So she's going to get a chance to hit it again. Yes. Um, she's, she's that entertaining. She's the Big Ten Player of the Year for the second year in a row. And I don't know how anybody else would have ever gotten a vote if they even got a vote in the first place. So that I don't know. All right, so let's uh, take a look at the uh, updated times now for the nine area games tonight in girls basketball. Uh, these and are Friday all- Night Frenzy continues on Channel 10 at 11.15 with whatever's played. Exactly. Grand Ledge against DeWitt in Division One at Waverly High School. That's been moved up to 5.30. Holt playing Jackson Northwest uh, at uh, Mason High School. That's been moved to tomorrow night at 6 o'clock in Division One. Division 2, Ionia and Portland at Lakewood High School. That's been moved up to 4.30 p.m. Olivet and Vicksburg playing at Vicksburg in Division 2. That's been moved back to 7 o'clock tomorrow. Hazlitt and Lansing Catholic, Division 2 at Eaton Rapids. That's been moved back to tomorrow at 1 p.m. Stockbridge against Springport at uh, Leslie High School. That's been moved up to 5 p.m. Uh, that's Division 2, I believe. Uh, Division 3, Paloma Westphalia, Ovid Elsie. That's been moved up to, uh, that's been moved back, rather, to 1 p.m. Saturday at Bath. Langsburg against Dansville at Dansville High School, Division 3. That's been moved back to Saturday at 7 p.m. And Portland St. Patrick at Fowler, Division 4. That's been moved back to 1 p.m tomorrow. All right, watch this. Brock's going to say here's a typical Tim. Yes. And still scheduled on time at 4 o'clock this afternoon in Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, yes. Two-time defending College World Series champion Oklahoma makes its home softball debut this afternoon at 4 o'clock our time against the Flames from Illinois, Chicago who bring in a glittering 0-13 record to the first pitch. Now, that to me makes David and Goliath from biblical days like an even matchup. I'm just telling you. If you're wondering at home, if you're keeping score, if you want the stats, I did this most and you're the only one out of one, And you're the only one that does. Oklahoma comes in with a 13-1 and record. They've outscored their opponents 123-13. to The Illinois-Chicago Flames come in at 4 o'clock this afternoon. 0-13, been outscored 92-12. to Those quality uh, dairy stats, I frankly compiled them because I knew Brock would get a good workout shaking his head back yep, and forth. Just shaking my head. Moaning folks. and groaning. And by the way, Michigan State baseball plays uh, college of Charleston this afternoon in South Carolina at 4 o'clock, hoping to improve on its 4-3 and three record, the first of a 13-day road trip throughout South Carolina. It, it kind of reminds you of the movie uh, Bull Durham. They're just on the bus oh, going through yeah. South Carolina playing anybody. Yep. If they can find nine guys to play, they'll find nine guys they can yes. play. One way or the other. Yep. So, you know, we got so we got all that. At any rate, Spartans have an early 3-2 lead on Indiana. Yes, 8.58 they do. to go first quarter. Yes, they do. So we are underway with the first of four women's quarterfinal games, the two semifinals tomorrow, and then the championship game coming up on uh, late Sunday yes. a- afternoon. Let's see. The Pistons don't play till tomorrow at Cleveland. Tomorrow night at Cleveland. Red Wings play at 12.30 tomorrow. The Islanders on Long Island. We're trying to end their quality dairy four-game losing streak. Yep. And again today, the uh, Red Wings traded... Uh, Jakob Vrana to the uh, St. Louis Blues 
for Dylan McLaughlin and a future seventh round pick. The uh, Red Wings will retain 50% of Verona's salary this year and next year because he's got one year left on his contract. They'll retain uh, $2.6 million or so this year and next year. So the, you started talking the story about the CBI tournament. The college okay. basketball invitation. So last night, Detroit Mercy goes to Youngstown State to the play in the, in the quarterfinals of the Horizon Tournament. Yep. And uh, D Detroit Mercy's records 14 and 18 going in. And uh, this Antonio Davis, Mike Davis, the Antoine, coach, is, uh, Antoine, whatever. Yep, Antoine so Davis. the kid needs uh, 26 points to break Pete Maravich's all-time career scoring record in college basketball. So I said yesterday, uh, uh, I guess it was on the live stream. And UAD was leading a majority of the game. Well, he didn't have a good night. No, he's, he didn't. They, he's firing it up from everywhere. Yep. He ends up with 22 points. Youngstown State wins at 71-66 ostensibly to end Detroit Mercy's season at 14-19. and And he ends up three points short. But of tying, yeah. Where can they find some place to get another game in so he can break the record? The College Basketball Invitational has a caveat that if you play in it, you have to pay a $50,000 entry fee. Kind of a classic. So Detroit Mercy, if they get, you know, doggone well, they will. Absolutely. They'll get invited so the kid can break the record. Will they come up with fifty grand so they can get in this thing, play one more game, whether they win or lose it, so right. that he can break Pete Maravich's record? And they'll have to pay their way to get, to to break the record. It's going to cost them fifty grand to do it, providing they get in. How much? That's eight teams, isn't it? Uh, so that's four. Know. That's four hundred thousand. You're going to make me look. You know, that'll be four hundred thousand one way or the other. Okay. Uh, for them to, um, that's a 50 grand entry fee. And and then going through the handshake line last night, there was a little pushing and shoving. There were some heated, yeah. you know, they, they didn't all get along with each other. And the Detroit TV stations, they were all over that. They sent us the video. They wanted us to have the video, the record-breaking shot. 16-team bracket. Oh, 16 teams. That's 800,000 right there. The teams have to pay to get into the CBI. And it's, be and it's being played in uh, Daytona Beach, Florida. Didn't the it, Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, So Florida. it's not on the campus sites. Well, Daytona Beach, at least your players or somebody wants to follow that thing would be in Florida. for the, What are the dates? You know, what are the dates for the thing? Funny you ask. Saturday, March 18th, beginning at 11 a.m., there are four games. Sunday, March 19th. Don't start crying on me, Tim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You get this way. I got to get my bracket sheets out right now for the pool. Tim, you get this way when we go through. Uh, I want to see the Tuesday CBI. night. Tuesday Can we night. See them. We got to see them. Yeah, Tuesday night action in, in November. You always start crying when I give you those matchups. Sunday, March nineteenth at eleven a.m. Four more games. Monday, March twentieth, the four quarterfinal games beginning at noon. Oh, that's good. Tuesday, March twenty-first, seven p.m. There are uh, the doubleheader. And then Wednesday, March 22nd, the championship game at 5 o'clock. So they're playing five straight days, 18th through the 22nd. So in Daytona Beach on March 22nd at night, somebody will be cutting down the nets. As the CBI champions. Now, isn't there a college insider? Uh, I don't know. There's a million of Hang these on. things. I mean, if you can walk and chew gum and have five guys that can play, they put you in some tournament somewhere. Hang you know, on. you don't need a record. You just need to have five guys that can show up. If you can, And you got 50 grand. Now, if it's fifty grand to get into that thing, some of those other flea bag tournaments that have come out there, they must have something like that as well. Uh, is that the collegeinsider.com? No, that's different from the CBI. Right, that's the CIT. Yeah, this one you got to really be bad to get into that thing. I just wish you could have a tournament where you got 16 of the biggest stiffs in basketball and let them have at it and pay them so that they'd want to get in it and see how it goes. Oh, I think the CIT went away because of COVID. That's a, Well, COVID's gone. 
Uh, no, it's still around. Well, it's, just... it's gone by basketball. You know, by, okay. by basketball clarify. And where are all the women's tournament? Why aren't there more CBI? I mean, aren't we? Is that, no, no, there was a there was a W. There, it was called the WBI, the Women's Basketball Invitational. I I don't know if that's still going on, but there is a CBI College Basketball Invitational, and there was a CollegeInsider.com tournament, but I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't look like that's around anymore. Well, so the issue becomes if Michigan State's women get beat today, yes, and they're ahead five to four with five forty nine to go in the first quarter, they get beat by Indiana today. They finish sixteen and fourteen. So that's not the NCAA tournament. It could get a WNIT so, bid. But then do they accept it? Because not everybody does. They've actually turned it down before. So they've done that. Yes. So your coach is gone. You've just been kind of staring to the finish line, blah, 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 just to get through this thing now. Do they keep playing or do they say, you know what, enough's enough. We'll regroup for next year. I, I don't know that. And how we could find out. And, over and, the weekend. And toward that end, yeah. if the season ends today, how much further down the line before we get some clarification on where Michigan State women's basketball is headed, under whose direction, whenever, however, whatever, why ever, whatever the case we don't may know. be, stay tuned. But we do have one final timeout, and we'll take it right now. You can still join us on the Culligan Water Hotline at 342-63 or email address tim.stout at wilx.com. And this is... The Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Here's what's on tap today here on The Game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Coming up, we've got uh, ESPN Radio at 1, then at 4, offensive-minded with Beanie Hal. No high school basketball district championship game tonight because of all the weather delays and everything moving game times around. We will have a game next week. We'll tell you more about that next week. So a full three hours of the huge show. Going on right now on 1240 WJIM, MSU women's basketball playing Indiana uh, in the Big Ten tournament and in the uh, Big Ten tournament quarterfinals. And then at 630 tonight, MSU hockey playing Notre Dame uh, down in South Bend. Game one of best two out of three in the uh, first round of the Big Ten tournament. And that's what's on tap. The game 730 AM WVFN. Our friend Val Orlando has done so well with City Limits in Mason, right? Well, he also has an all-state insurance agency that you hear us talk about uh, all the time. He has a new location now with same great service. Stop in and say hello. The new all-state office next to the Secretary of State's office on Cedar Street and College Road, just off 127. Call for information on all-state insurance options at Val Orlando's agency at 969-5300. That's 969-5300. Valor Landers Allstate Insurance. There's never a bad time to enjoy Melting Moments ice cream sandwiches. Available at every Michigan State University event, sports or otherwise. And how about for a special occasion, you rent their ice cream rental carts. They're spectacular. All you have to do is Google Melting Moments ice cream sandwiches. They're available, okay, in the cases at 7-Eleven and all the quality dairy stores. It's the special treat any time of the year that's spectacular. Who does doesn't love melting moments ice cream sandwiches smoke and pig barbecue in the elmwood plaza in lansing has a brand new sports bar that makes the inside which already look great just that much better you'll love watching all the games at any time of the year in the new bar at smoke and pig barbecue their smoke barbecue menu is packed full of all the smoky classics from pulled pork to ribs to spicy rib tips they also smoke lansing barbecue favorites such as beef and a whole lot more 582 5100 
favorite catering carryout of any size for great parties, smoking pig barbecue. We're here with Julie Young with Simplified Tax. And Julie, let's talk new businesses. The pandemic changed how and where people work. We've seen a big increase in what we like to call the side hustle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Endorse custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos, and what a terrific job they did for us in all of 10 work days on a massive new deck. Custom-built has a full-service design and remodel-proven process. Their plan is for you to dream, then they design and build. Online, check custombuilt.com, a great local company in Okemos of Michael Flory to serve you. This hour is sponsored by Capital Region International Airport. As we like to say, whenever you can do it, fly Lansing first with non-stops to Florida, Detroit, Chicago, Washington, D.C., and elsewhere, and check out Google Apple Vacations for the nonstop trips to the warm Caribbean nonstop from Lansing. Much less expensive parking in a neat, clean, safe environment. Get through security much quicker and more efficiently. Lansing is proud of its airport. See for yourself. And during the cold weather, Apple Vacations. Google it nonstop to the Caribbean. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. Right now, when you buy six select items, you'll save $3, including Prego Pasta Sauce, Dan and Light and Fit, or Oiko's Greek Yogurt, and Meyer Food Storage Bags. Plus, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products are buy six, save $3, plus deposit where applicable. And pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Evan Wilson is there to serve you at Climax Insurance. Go to online, ClimaxInsurance.com. Hit the request a quote button, free gift card, spend it any way you want. No obligation, and then see what he's got for you. He'll make your insurance better more likely than not. I'm telling you that, and his phone number is easy to remember at 816-2000. And we'll remind you from Sparty's Coney Island next Wednesday only, okay? Everything's 30% off next Wednesday only up till they close at 2 o'clock in Frandor. If you mention a checkout, congratulations. Stout on Sports on 38 years, our anniversary show. That's 1% off for every year. Next Wednesday only, okay? When you're at Sparty's Coney Island, mention congratulations. Stout on sports, you get 30% off your entire bill. Back to the best in sports yeah, talk now. now. We're Lansing's number one source for sports talk. Touchdown! Touchdown! The game, 7.30 a.m. On we go, live in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Good to have you with us wherever you are on the Sunday Stout on Sports on Channel 10. We have our terrific uh, Fred Human produced feature on Michigan State Public Address announcer Jerry, Jeremy Sampson. That aired on the 5.30 news yesterday. It airs again for those who missed it or want to see it again or want to record it. He did a great job. And it isn't just the PA job he has, you know, his background in soccer and other sports. Uh, any rate, that's part of what the show is on Sunday morning on Channel 10. This email in Good day, Tim and Brock. I have a best-case scenario for Michigan State men's basketball team this weekend after a win over Ohio State tomorrow. On Sunday, he says, Illinois, Maryland, Northwestern, and Michigan all lose road games and all finish 11-9. Well, that's only four ifs. Right. 
Then MSU at 11 and 8 sneaks into the fourth position and only has to play three conference tourney games to win the league title. Crazier things have happened, Jim and Grand Haven. Yeah, uh, that's true. Crazier things have happened. But that's a lot of ifs in there. There is a lot of ifs. That's a there, lot yeah. of ifs. Is there any way Ohio State could make it three straight wins? Ohio State comes in with a two game winning streak. The quality dairy stats are Ohio State's 5 and 14 in the Big Ten, but they're coming in off home wins over Illinois and Maryland. Yeah. Huh? And State lost to Illinois, beat Maryland, uh, but the games in the Breslin Center tomorrow, and even though State's lost two home games in the Big Ten to Northwestern and Purdue, winning in the Breslin Center is not an easy feat for anybody at any time. And again, it's the final Big Ten live telecast on ESPN. Tomorrow. Are your eyes welling up? Well, I don't Only Big Ten game tomorrow, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, who's uh, calling the game per se or whatever, and I don't know if he is, you know, it's first of a long day of basketball one way or oh the other. Oh, my goodness, yeah. It's a huge, another huge weekend of sports one way or the other. And what is it, NBC, does uh, the Bay Hill Invitational, is that an NBC? That's NBC. Yeah, NBC, yeah, NBC gets the Florida swing every year. So Sunday we get the St. Pete Grand Prix followed by the uh, Bay Hill Invitational. Yep. Uh, in you know, so they've got two Florida events on NBC coming up on Sunday. There you go. And Friday night frenzy again tonight. Just because all these area girls, well, there'll be a couple of games I guess played earlier this afternoon. Yep. Yep. So that Grand group, Legend Dewitt plays at five thirty. Who wins that? I guess I DeWitt. like Dewitt to win that. Ionia against Portland at uh, Lakewood High School. And I what I picked Portland to I'll win. I'll take that. Portland in that one too. And Stockbridge against Springport at Leslie High School at five o'clock. So. So, you know, so there's so that there you go. There. So there you go. Spartans are off to a great start against Indiana with a minute to go in the first quarter. They're up 20 to 12, and that's the number one seed, fourth-ranked Indiana Hoosiers. So uh, that, that's a good start. Indiana, I thought, looked tighter in a drum coming out in this thing. Yep. And uh, State made some shots early. And State made some shots early, and they're up 20 to 12, shooting a free throw. So, I mean, they've had a nine-point lead. It's an eight-point lead. 21 to 12 so now. It's tw 21 to 12 with a minute 12 to go in the first quarter. A notable upset if Michigan State wins this one. So, anyway, that's on the Big Ten Network right there, and we have all that. Was there anything else from last night that was noteworthy, uh, um, you know, because, you know, the Red Wings? They went down. How can the Seattle they did get a point? How can Seattle be that good two years into its existence? Tim, that's nothing. The Vegas Golden Knights in their how's that possible? In their expansion year, they went uh, and went to the Stanley Cup Finals in their first year of existence, their inaugural season. That's one of the five most unbelievable things I've ever seen in sports. That's not an exaggeration. No, I, we exaggerate everything in the media. I it seems agree like. with you. And when you look at and so the NHL's been in the news because of its three p.m. Uh, trade deadline today, but the Boston Bruins just broke the NHL record as the first NHL team to get to 100 points in the standings as of March third, as of March second. They've got 100 After 61 points. Games. They've only lost what eight regular games. 48, eight and five. They have a great chance to break the Red Wings record of 1996, where they went uh, 62, 13 and seven for 131 points. They have 21 games left, uh, and they've got 101 points right now. Well, Remarkable. 48-8-5 means eight losses and five overtime losses. So right, essentially they have 48 wins and 13 losses out of 60 That's games. still outstanding. Oh, well, it's the fastest to 100 points. Yep. Yep, it's, it's the fastest. And the, what, you're telling me the Red Wings, though, are still only seven points out of a playoff berth, or is that farther down the list now? Well, they've fallen down the list. They are five points out of the second wildcard spot held by the New York Islanders. However, the Red Wings have... Three games in hand. They've played three fewer games than the Islanders have, which makes tomorrow's game between the uh, Red Wings and Islanders uh, on Long Island a pretty big game for the Wings. 
I would say so. Pretty big game. If you're trying to end a six-year drought of yep. not being in the playoffs, okay? Yep. So there you go. Do, well, we don't have Tiger baseball today. I mean, no, they, no Tiger baseball today. The uh, split squad games are on the road. Uh, a couple of split squad split squad games on the road. So they're three and three. And yep. they've won what three? Two in a row. Two in a row. Okay, yep. to get to they three won and yesterday. Three. So at any rate, so so good for them. Uh, I see Matt Eyed walking around. Matt, come on, everybody. Uh, Matt, Nathaniel, is there, I can't tell if Nathaniel's here or Matt's here. One way or the Nathaniel. other. Nathaniel. Uh, which one? It's the good-looking one. It's Matt. Oh no, it's not. Wow. Uh, the Eyed Company is in here today because we got business after we're done. We haven't seen you in a while. Well, that it's, it must be a while because it's not the Eyed Company. It's rebranded under Eyed Development. That's right. Yeah, but Tim, how many? You always get it wrong. But how many people remember that, though? Because the I name goes back 2,000 years in the community. It, it does, 2,000 years. That's, that's, that's a long way. But, you know, you know that, that new logo, that new branding under I Development, we're really proud of it. We're, we're proud of a lot of things that's going on. Some of it's in downtown Lansing. Some of it's over in Okemos. Tim, I'm seeing some, some great signs in businesses opening up, yeah. small businesses. I'm seeing good signs of... of recovery uh, for a lot of businesses. It's good. And why did the company get rebranded in the first place? George and Lou founded the company 60 years ago. Um, I Development is me and my brothers and sisters, Matt and Eve Marie, and, and that reflects the legacy of, of my father, George. And I'd Company is, is my Uncle Lou's company. So it's basically I'd Development. Yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. That's it? It's now I'd Development. And you travel a ton. You're always you're supposed to be in here a, a week ago or so, and then something came up. Something always comes up. The two of you are never together at I, the same time. I think it was a parole violation. It could have been. You know, it could have been that one way or the other. We didn't know. <laughs> we thought that might be on the table one way or the other. Are you optimistic, generally speaking, about uh, the Lansing economy in 2023? I am. I'll Give you an, I'll give you an example. I had um, just in the in our building in Lansing, Naps, the old department store that we converted to office and apartments and mixed use. It, it, uh, a lady uh, who runs a company called Sweet Encounters won a contest to put her business down there and open up. Um, after a few weeks, or maybe it was a couple months, I walked down one day and there's a line snaking out the door. And I heard for the first time in two years, this is at, right after COVID, Right after some of those lockdowns east, I heard children laughing in our pre previously empty building. And I, it just it made me want to give the lady a hug every time I see her. Wow. But that's, that's, that's my story on resurgence in this area. I've seen well, we welcome the I, I Development, okay, who's been with uh, the Sprout. I think that's the first time you got it right, Tim. No. <laughs> I Development. Well, for years, it was the I'd with us. You I know, know Tim. Our 30th anniversary is next Wednesday. You know, is there, we always appreciate the partnership with the I'd's one way from your dad all the way down the line to, to your sister and everybody else. And your brother. Absolutely. And your uncles and your aunts and all that. ESPN Radio programming is coming up next. I'll see you on the live stream on WILX. That'll be about 3.40 this afternoon. Go to the website and then 6.20 on the news. Friday night frenzy at 11.15 tonight. Everything going on today you'll see on the frenzy on Channel 10 tonight. The last Michigan sports brief of the season is going to air here in just a couple of minutes, in just a few seconds actually. So, so we, there you go. There you so go. stay safe. Be careful tonight if you're out and about. Okay, Channel 10's weather will keep you up to speed on everything else. And you've been listening to the Friday Sparrow Stout on Sports. On Lansing Sports Station, the game 7.30 a.m., the home of the local sports show in the area. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll have fun together next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on our 30th anniversary observation, and we'll talk to you Monday. So long.
I'm Will Teeman, and welcome to the Michigan Sports Brief for Friday, March the 3rd, brought to you by Frank and Muth Insurance. Start a frank conversation about your insurance with one of our local independent agents by visiting fmins.com. Dwayne Stevens, a former Michigan State Associate Head Coach, is now wrapping up his first season as Western Michigan's head men's basketball coach. When we return, a discussion about rebuilding. Let's be frank. Your home, vehicles, business, and life are a lot like sports. The unexpected can happen at any time. Insurance may be the last thing on your mind, and that's okay. It's the first thing on ours every day. You can depend on Oakland Insurance and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance to be on your team. Visit Oakland Insurance today at www.oaklandinsurance.com. When Dwayne Stevens was named Western Michigan's new head men's basketball coach, he was entrusted with the task of leading a program that had not been to the NCAA tournament in eight seasons and had not had a winning record in seven seasons to rediscover its one-time winning ways. So with the portal and NIL, Coach Stevens has these feelings about if the two would help or hurt his rebuilding efforts. I think it's so different uh, between you know, the group of five and the power, uh, you know, the power of five schools. You know, for me, uh, anything that I can do in that space with NIL and the portal, you know, it's it kind of a bonus where at the power five level, if you're trying to achieve at a high level, you have to be out in front of it. And, and that's what we are trying to do here because uh, eventually it's going to get to us. Um, and we're just trying to stay ahead of it, but there are a lot of moving parts. Um, I don't understand the portal. It's a necessary evil. I don't really agree with it um, because I think it's limiting the opportunities for kids that are high school players coming out of high school that have worked really hard. And, you know, I would like to see those guys get an opportunity. But at the landscape of college basketball right now is most of your better teams are the older teams. So you just have everyone trying to get older and stay older. And the portal is a way to do that. And he had this advice for all new first-time head coaches. Oh, man. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I think yeah, that, would, that would be, I'd say, hold on, because then you could probably go on the heck of a ride. And that's a wrap for the series for this season. And as always, we have been brought to you by Frankenmuth Insurance. DBI, we do office. Hello, my name is Nikki. I am the sales manager at DBI. We've been providing office essentials to our customers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. East Lansing, a town square media station. Lansing Sports Station. The game, 7.30.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.